Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 105 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who's losing their childhood with me tonight? <laughs> Michael Kokiri Hughes. Uh, uh, Helena. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. I, <laughs> I always think I'm going to say something clever, and I even plan ahead, but it just never happens. I thought you might say, hey, listen, so I didn't want to use it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well... We are here to talk. Well, one, we are here to celebrate two year anniversary that the show has been going on. And we are and we are here to talk about I figure since it's two years anniversary, we should talk about a very special game. So we're going to be talking about The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. From, <laughs> Did, I had it pulled up and now I can't find 1998. 1998. OK, man, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about that. <laughs> I, I I don't know if I played this game in 98, but I know I probably played it in 99. I played it a lot, that's for sure. Uh, the 3DS version came out in 2011. <laughs> Even that feels like so long ago. <laughs> it yeah. Was. yeah, honestly. The 3DS version is a better game. That's what I played this time. I, I never played the 3DS version. I will always be a Nintendo 64 loyalist. Okay. I mean, to make, there's nothing wrong with it. I played the GameCube version of the 64 just because 64 emulation is not good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's no real difference between the GameCube or the... It's the same exact thing. Yeah, it's just got prettier models. I wouldn't... No, uh, I wouldn't go that far. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, like, the, the, the spiritual stones are extra shiny in the GameCube version. Oh, that... Because they didn't... I mean, Link still looked ugly. Nothing was really good looking, so... <laughs> Uh, the 3DS version where they clean up the graphics a lot. Yeah, it's it's a pretty game, prettier. I, have you? I played the 3DS version before, but for this, I didn't want to pull it out because I didn't know where it was at first. So I just played it on GameCube. I wasn't sure what I wanted to play because I have both of the versions that are on GameCube. I'm like, oh, I could play one of those. They're pretty good. And then I got the slingshot in the 3DS version. Remember, they had the gyroscope aiming. And I'm like, oh, never mind. I'll stick with this. It's oh, yeah. it's just so convenient. So I. I have never seen this game as a really dark game, even though Helena has other thoughts about that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess I just never really thought about it because, like, this game starts off. Well, I guess you're an orphan too to start with, which I never. You're really an orphan thought. after your mom died, saving you from the Hyrulean Civil War by bringing you into the Kokiri Forest and giving you to a tree. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds. I, you know, they don't really say. I mean, I don't, they don't really say a lot of that in this game, do they? Or Mike, they he- sure do. It's in the prologue. Man, I guess I just don't read when I play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Yeah. I mean, I think I knew about the Civil War thing, but I, and I think I just, it never really put together he was an orphan till like maybe ten minutes ago when I really thought about it just now. Yeah. <laughs> I just never gave it that much thought. I guess. Yeah. So, so Link is an an orphan boy who's brought into this forest of. Um, children who remain permanent children however he is um outcast because he's hylian and never accepted and bullied mercilessly but no not dark at all (laughs) Uh, yeah i mean even like when the game starts you can't you can't even go see the tree that you're summoned to because one of the assholes bullies won't let you through until you have a sword shield mido's such a dick yeah i love mido but yeah he's a dick I also I mean it's gotta be kind of traumatizing in the, in the idea too that if you're you're a kid forever that you never grow up. Like, isn't that seems a little weird too? Well, it's, I mean, yeah. that's because we have the concept of aging. I'm sure for someone who remains a child forever, it seems perfectly normal and fine. Yeah, good point. Good point. 
<laughs> I guess I don't really see a whole lot of other people outside the forest, so. Yeah, yeah, and if other people wander into the forest, they, if they're a child, become a skull kid, or if they're an adult, become Stelphos? Is that what it's called? I forgot yeah. that's what happens to people. So every, every, okay, every skull kid was a child that, that crept into the place? Yes. Okay, that I had for completely forgotten this, even though I, we talked about Majora's Math back in episode like 20-something. Completely forgot that. Yeah, <laughs> That's another what, another reason why you think this one isn't quite as dark is because that one is so messed up. Like, in comparison, this seems like nothing. Well, this is more hidden under layers and layers that I didn't right. think about, I guess. Because <laughs> it I, wasn't... I look forward to making this game dark for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that, because I still enjoy this game, so it doesn't... <laughs> It's an amazing game. Yeah. It really is. Oh, there will be spoilers for Ocarina of Time, of course, but you, you should know that by now. Uh, <laughs> that's what we do. In case someone, you know, listening to this for the first time, I should say it. I mean, you know, it's only a 22-year-old game. I mean, somebody might be offended. <laughs> I, oh, hey. if, if someone hasn't played it yet, I am so severely jealous that they're playing it for the first time ever. It she- probably wouldn't be a good experience. <laughs> Excuse me? I mean, if you play this for the first time and you and you play this on the 64, I don't think it'd be the best experience like what we had when we were younger. I uh, refuse. I I do not accept that. Um, no. <laughs> I got irritated with this game sometimes because of the old style stuff controls. But then again, I'm a I'm a cheater gamer. So mm-hmm. at least yeah. then come out in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, and another question: like the the random skeletons that you fight in Hyrule Field are those supposed to be the dead people from the the Civil War? They ever say? I don't recall them ever saying that. However, I think that given the lore of all the dead people that I'm definitely going to get into when we go to the Spirit Temple, that would be a totally acceptable explanation for them. I know when I was when I first played this game, I thought it was dead people from the war and links to the past. But this is long before the timeline was ever you know published. But I also again I was thinking that these games you know were in consecutive order when they're not because this is the game that splits everything. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go there. Um, but, like, even it's just like, let's let's talk about the tree thing. I mean, I guess it is kind of weird how he just gets, his, the tree is his guardian or something, and then he gets Navi. Oh, did he turn of age? And that's why he gets Navi, right? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fine. I just don't, I don't, I, my memory of this game and, like, the storyline is not really good. I think I, when I play this game, I just play through it. I don't pay enough attention. Okay. You know, the, the Kokiri get fairies, right? And he didn't get one because he's not. Yes. One of them? Right. Yes. He was granted Navi because of, um, oh gosh, what is it? It's like the the awakening of Ganondorf. Um, the the tree, the great Deku tree saw that Ganondorf had awakened and he was like, yes, I think that this is the chosen child who by prophecy is going to defeat Ganondorf. So I'm going to grant him this fairy to help him with his journey and also test his courage to see if... Um, he would be able to wield the Triforce of Courage. So that is why Navi is dispatched to go to Link. Tell him to climb inside my mouth and kill a giant bug. Queen Goma? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like Goma for some reason. I So my backstory with this game is that this is the video game that got me into video games. My, um, My older brother was a gamer, and when this game came out, I was seven. And um, I would go hang out in his room and watch him play it. And I was absolutely obsessed in love. I credit most of my personality traits and my gayness to this game. I am like, I've played it so many times in my life that like uh, I got 
the the Great Deku Tree down to 15 minutes playtime, and I could beat it. Wow. I'm obsessed with it. Nice. I am nowhere near that level of good. (laughs) 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 I... Okay, I just like the Deku, Deku tree. I always said Deku, and I know Deku is wrong. But yeah, I mean, it's never spoken, so who knows? I trust Helena more, though, than she probably You know what? It's like when you learn how to pronounce things by reading them, and you never hear the pronunciation, like um, the word licorice. I always thought that was pronounced Lysolrice, because I read it in a book and <laughs> didn't hear it out loud, and then I was like, oh, that makes way more sense. So I'm willing to accept any pronunciation of any of these. Okay. I'll be saying Deku tree from now on. So, <laughs> uh, but I, right. I like the I like the tree. Like I think it's a good it's a good intro dungeon. Mm-hmm. It's very like it it does a good job of teaching you how the game plays and giving you enemies that aren't that threatening. Besides the damn sculptures that really irritate me. But so I'm I'm a big fan of everything of how that like how that dungeon is. Like I think it's and also I mean it's a little weird that you're inside a tree trying to kill a bug with all I can think of was Final Fantasy Mystic Quest that you're trying to help the tree. So, I mean, there is that. Someone got <laughs> that, that game, joke. That game that everyone's played. I love that game. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I don't know about that, but I love that game. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But it that's what I always think of whenever I have to go in a tree and save a tree, even though it should be this game. But I, I do want to, like, I guess, so the whole idea is that Ganondorf ended up poisoning him or poisoning the great, the great Deku tree because he wouldn't give him the emerald. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. I should know these names. Kokiri emerald, something ruby, and something Goron. sapphire. Sora. The, the Goron ruby and the Sora <laughs> okay. sapphire. I didn't read during this playthrough. I mean, in case that's not obvious, I went click, 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 click. <laughs> no reading. I just played the game. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> the story was in my head. I'm like, oh, it's all in my head. I don't need to read and pay attention for this. And I'm like, hmm. Maybe that wasn't the best idea. So that's my conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> so in the Deku tree, you get to use the, the slingshot, and that's your first like big weapon. And you load it up with um, Deku nuts. And that inspired me to make a slingshot out of a fallen branch, and I still have it. Nice. Wow. That's awesome. Did I become good at wielding it? No. Um, <laughs> will I continue to use it? Yes. Hey, it's still impressive, especially the fact you have it this long, because you move multiple times, and so... Yeah, I, I cannot tell you enough how obsessed I am with this game. <laughs> like, you have the tattoos on your body, so that kind of gives it away. I, I do, I have the spiritual stones on my right arm. <laughs> so... Yeah. Hey, I uh, give you props. Well, thank you. It is cool, by the way. I, I can't... I Yeah, never mind. Where else going to go with that? But um, what I do want to say is that just... I, don't, I think the... Okay, because I think the whole idea is that Gandorf is like trying he's trying to get the three the three jewels that you that you end up getting as a kid because mm-hmm. he's trying to get to the sacred realm, I think it is. Yes. Okay. And like the way that this game kind of guides you along, I think is also I mean, I think it's also well hard for me to exactly say because I know every like I know almost all this game by heart where to go. So it's like I just kind of go. I don't think about whether the game is really telling me what to do. Or I just I just know what to do and I just go do it. So, because it's been so many so many years, and I didn't read anything this time. So, but I, I do want to talk about Queen Goma because I, I didn't know this until many years later. But Queen Goma is a is a boss from the first game. Yeah, it's a recurring boss. Been in several at this point. What it, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, Goma's in the first game. Goma's in Hyrule Warriors, but that doesn't count. Link's Awakening, Ocarina of Time, the Seasons games, Wind Waker, and Four Swords Adventures. Hmm. Oh. Okay, Link's Awakening doesn't really count because it's part of the Shadow Boss at the end. Yeah, well. So I'm going to disdain that thought. 
Oh, uh, but it, so I mean, I yeah, I mean, I know, I know what you're talking about. I I love Link's Awakening. Zelda loves their bosses with the big giant eye because it's obvious. But- oh, they really do. That eye is very like prolific within the Zelda series. Oh, almost also in the Wand of Gamelon and Faces of Evil. Talk about Mike. things that don't count. I really want to play them, Mike. One day. <laughs> you can go ahead and play them, Mike. That's cool. <laughs> don't put them on the show. <laughs> uh, but, oh, like, I think even the fight with Goma is cool. How it really kind of it makes you like the whole when you first walk in that room, this giant room, you have to look all the way up at the top of the screen and you'll see this eyeball looking at you. And I think that is so cool to kind of show you all the 3D effects and teach you how to, if you haven't figured out Z-targeting yet, it makes you figure out Z-targeting, I think, too, mm-hmm. and aiming. Mm-hmm. Yep. Video game thing. Yeah, absolutely. And then you get to hear Navi say, hey, listen, like 20 times. <laughs> oh, my. It, Look. Used, it used to drive me nuts as a child, but like now as an adult, every time I hear it, I like tear up a little bit. I I didn't hear it much in this game. Uh-huh. No, I mean, I actually played with sound. Oh. I, actually had sound <laughs> I was going to say, did you have your music on? <laughs> yeah, no, I did, actually, because I, like, I actually like I like music of this game, because, again, it came, it's one of the games that came from before... And any game before a certain time I listened to it, the games after a certain time I don't listen to it. Don't ask me why. I don't know. But so I did listen to this a lot. I had no problem with that. I thought, I mean, I, it, it didn't really seem that noticeable that she said, hey, listen. I mean, I did ignore her all the time, but it, like, it, it, it felt like it never really happened. Maybe because I was playing the GameCube version? I don't know, but I, I didn't feel like all the time. Or it's like so ingrained, you don't even pay attention to it anymore. Probably. Learn to tune it out. The one I heard most was when she says, look, when you target onto an enemy, because it sounds like she's calling Link Luke. Luke! (laughs) (laughs) It's not my name. (sighs) Yeah, that's true. I also remember the Dekus in front of, uh, the Deku scrubs, excuse me, in front of Goma's lair. And you have to hit them in a certain order because Zelda loves puzzles. And so um, you have to hit them two, three, one. Twenty-three is number one. Number one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I had to write that down because I couldn't remember. I'll never forget it. <laughs> I can't remember. I have a hard time remembering little things like that for some stupid reason. I, I'm not good with like little codes and stuff in games. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember them. But I don't know, it. I do like that. Like again, it teaches you how to use a shield and block things. I love how this game is constantly teaching you things early in this game. I like when games do that. It's like Mega Man X's intro, where it teaches everything you need to know. Then you play Mega Man X2, and nothing's talking, and the game just beats you down. <laughs> I'm not salty about that game. <laughs> I, uh, there's, there's this uh, stereotype for bisexuals where um, it's, if you're gaming, do you use your shield or not? And bisexuals will always answer no. That's interesting. Yes. And, I mean, I am living proof of that stereotype. But when you said use the shield, I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> you kind of, I mean, you you have to use the shield for them, don't you? There's another way around it. Um, I mean, like you do. There are several boss fights where you have to use it. And like okay. when you get the mirror shield later on in the game, when you're going to the spirit temple and you have to beat Twin Rova with the shield, like that's obviously like you got to do it. But if there's an option, I'm choosing no. Bare oh, hands only. There are options, I'm sure, because this game is broken as broken can be when you some of the videos I saw. But Mike, <laughs> so help me God, <laughs> <laughs> the glitches. There are so many glitches in this game that you can pull off that I didn't realize. It's N64. N64 is just full of ways to cut through things that they didn't plan for. It was an early game. 
Cut some fucking slack. <laughs> no, I'm not complaining. I don't use them. I wouldn't know how, but I, I was, I was watching speedruns of this before we did this video, and and I didn't realize how many glitches there were you can do in this game. Oh yeah, you can just like jump through the layers of the game. <laughs> well, I watched a video of 100% completion, but the guy didn't really do any dungeons. He would just like duplicate items and get stuff that way and certain things, and it was like really, really. That strange. doesn't count. I mean, he did some dungeon, mostly as adult link though. <laughs> It's very weird. Like, it, it just, I mean, sometimes, like, in, uh, well, when we get to Java Java, I'll talk about that part. But yeah, there's just so many, it's just, it's interesting to me how many things are hidden in, or how many things you can do in this game if you know this game inside and out. But that's neither here nor there, because I would never do that. That's too much work. Speedrunners have a lot of free time when it comes to the games that they run. It's like, that is what they do. I also want to say that I, I love the way that every boss, like, it has a little, like, word above the boss name and how cool that looks to this yeah, the day. boss subtitles. I love that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. The parasitic armored arachnid, Goma. So then, I mean, so after you kill Goma, and you, you supposedly would have, you know, saved the tree, the tree ends up dying anyway from Goma, I guess. Well, the tree is like, well, I'm weakened, so now I'm gonna die, and then you now have to go back to all the people who already hate you and tell them that you killed me. So, <laughs> ha-ha! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Good luck saving out. the world, jump. <laughs> so you got Mido is like you killed the Deku tree and you're like oh, I'm sorry uh, <laughs> and then oh we we have to talk about Saria um Aria you mean <laughs> I said what I said Mike um, <laughs> so she is your childhood friend um and the light of your life with green hair and she's so happy and so smiley and she gives you your first ocarina and then you. Yeet it into the water and take Zelda's instead yeah. because <laughs> you ain't loyal. But Saria her pink, is a gem. Her pink ocarina totally looks like just a lung that she ripped out of someone. I have pink ocarina. Yeah, the the first one, the fairy one, brown. Yeah, whatever. It's pink. How did I always seem brown all these years? Are you and sixty four textures? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this right now. <laughs> I still see brown. I don't see pink. It's it's you know what. But hey, Saria gives you the best song ever, though. I still love Saria's song. That is probably one of my favorite Zelda songs. It's the best. It's so good. Wait, that's something else. But it's so good. Yep, I mean, kind of. You're in the general vicinity of it. I mean, ability is not the best. Let's say that. Um. So yeah, after you beat Queen Goma and you leave Saria behind in a very tearful goodbye, and then you go out <laughs> to Hyrule Field and you meet Annoyance Number Two in the game, oh. Gabara. Yeah. I also never realized that he's supposed to be the Sage of Time, or the Sage that you never actually actually see in the game. Besides the old fat guy, like you never actually talk to him, like you never rescue him or see him outside. Is that's what the owl is, Rahu? I never put that together until a little bit ago. Wait, nope. you think you think Cappy Gabby is Roru? Yeah, or not? Is that Roru? Is the old guy with the big beard at the brown yeah. robe? Yeah, the Sage of Light. That's what I, the internet told. I'm not <laughs> sure I co-sign that theory, but I'm interested to learn more about it. The YouTube video I watched—that's what they said. So that's mm-hmm. all I got. must be right. <laughs> yeah, the internet wouldn't lie to you. Of course not. I mean, but, I mean I, to me, it made sense, so I just went with it. I didn't question it. I can see him like being like a tool. 
to Roru, like kind of like a oh, messenger oh, owl, oh, but he's, okay. he's definitely a tool. I he's he's another thing, just like Navi, that like as an adult, I have so much appreciation for him. He's a chatty Kathy every time you see him. It didn't bother me this time at all. Uh, I remember as a kid it bothering me, and I remember hitting the wrong button, but this time I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> no issue yep. whatsoever. No, I still still jam on the button, like, okay, I know what I'm doing, shut up. Yep. Yep. The things that annoyed me when I played this game as a kid, none of them annoyed me this time. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. And then you get out to Hyrule Field and you run like hell to to get to the castle, but you never make (laughs) it there before the sun sets. And then you get stuck out in the field with all of those skeletons. I always like those skeletons. Oh, and I found out Link to the Past takes place after this game. So it was not what I was always thinking. Yeah. For those that you know were wondering about my that, that from earlier that did not matter, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say. I mean, I, I always thought they were something. I still, I mean, it probably was just a civil war, which I I don't really remember ever reading about that civil war before. But then again, I don't read what people say in this game. So yes, huh. even as a kid, I never explored Hyrule Town. Like, I mean, I would go do the couple side quests that you can do that I cared about. But other than that, I never really like um, Helena showed me a video of something that happens later in the game that I had never seen before and still have yet to ever find this guard. Oh, the, the ghost guard or the dying guard, the dying guard. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen him see a couple of times. Well, I never ran in the alley before, except for the chasing the dog at night or something. One of the alleys, I, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. You gotta take the dog into the one of the alley houses. To get a heart piece. Yeah, I've I've never seen the dying guard myself either, but I was watching um, theories and mysteries and all these different like conspiracy videos yesterday because I love that shit. And came across this one and it's apparently like a remnant of an older version of the game where this guard is dying after a siege on the castle and he like gives you more information about how the siege went. But it's if you're not like exploring and you're just focusing on like the objective of the game, you're never going to see him. Which is cool. Like when I was reading and I was watching that video, like the thing, the idea that it's just there, but we just never, we never went there. It is very interesting that they, that like you can see him die in it because like the, the game it's, it's obviously dark, but you, it's indirect. Like you don't see people dying. You just kill monsters. But with that, that was like really kind of, uh, wrenching to watch it yeah it was kind of depressing yeah. <laughs> especially the fact that he dies from fighting a fighting a fight that no one else is aware of yeah no one else in hyrule castle town knows what the hell's going on but that's again jumping ahead um, <laughs> <laughs> so when you when the the sun finally rises when you're on hyrule field <laughs> you finally get to go into castle town and there you uh, meet all these other Hylians that you've never experienced before, and you meet this adorable little girl named Malon, and her lazy father has fallen asleep in the <laughs> castle, so she sends you on a mission to go wake him up. I like her a lot. <laughs> she's adorable. I, she's so cute. <laughs> I, I had forgotten a lot of this little part, too. Like, I had remember parts of it, but, like, I, I had forgotten so much of it for some reason. Like, how to go, like, I cause I remember I had to go in there, and I was like, I talked to him, like, oh, she didn't give me the, the item I need, and I forgot you had to go in and leave and go back in or something, then she gives you the item. Mm-hmm. She's got to be in the, the next screen over. Yeah. Oh, I had no problem with the sneaking part. Like, I remember as a kid this being difficult. This was super, super simple. It was, yeah. I don't know it's if I bad. had no patience when I was a kid, but, or something. <laughs> yeah, it's really easy. 
I, I feel like the stakes are probably higher when you were a kid. Just like not knowing that, you know, if you got kicked out of the castle, you would be able to go back in again. Like, I always panicked about that growing up, but it, it is easy. It was, it's, I, I like this part a lot. I like how everything's kind of like, you know, happy you were told, go go see Zelda, she'll have something for you. Or go, I can't remember if you go, go see Zelda or go to the castle, but you're going through all this stuff. And I just thought it was really interesting, this whole part, like getting to the castle, sneaking past the guards, everything's all still kind of happy. I mean, you don't have any like the dread that comes in this game later going on right now. Everything's just pretty normal. Mm-hmm. I guess I never really thought about that much until this time. Yeah. Yeah, and when you get to the garden where Zelda is waiting and, like, she turns around and there's, like, this swelling Zelda's lullaby in the background, it's <laughs> beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like that song. Mm-hmm. Hey, and fun fact that nobody asked for, that's the song my wife walked down to it when we got married. Yes. Oh, so. that's so cute. <laughs> I gave, was... gave my wife a Zora Sapphire engagement ring that I proposed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, those are so cute. I actually wanted a Zora Sapphire engagement ring for a long time. And then I was like, this is not practical for me. So I decided not to. But it is a beautiful ring. It's I, all three of the jewels, I think, are really cool looking. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I didn't care. But now I'm like, these are kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I remember vaguely. But and like everything, like I, the cast, the whole castle stuff is just kind of cool. Like when you. When you see Zelda, like then you know, all of a sudden she's just like, "You're the." I think did she say you remember like from a vision or a dream, or I don't remember what it was exactly. Yeah, she'd had dreams about this coming event, and um, you were the fairy boy from her dreams. Okay, I didn't read any of this. As was established. Yeah, I I do like it. I did do the part where you get the bomb thrown at you, though, where you if you shoot one of the windows, the guy will throw a bomb out the window and try to blow you up. Yeah, and then the other one, you could see Mario characters in your. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I had to. Yeah. So Zelda tells you, you know, you're the fairy boy. I saw my dreams. Um, there's a stark cloud that I see coming over Hyrule, and I believe it's this evil man. And then you look in the window and see Ganondorf, the main antagonist of the game, bowing down to her father. And that's you. She says, like, he has like a dark heart, and you can tell there's some bullshit about to happen. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I want to. I want you to get these spiritual stones and um, so we can get into the Temple of Time and lock down the Triforce. And Yeah, it probably won't backfire. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And then she calls in my first gay awakening of this game, Impa. (laughs) I like Impa a lot, too. It's a character that I... I know it was in the first, like, that Impa, the name, is in the first Zelda game. First Zelda game, I think, or Zelda 2? It's a recurring character again, like many things in Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Zelda 2, a lot of the characters in this game are named after towns in that. Yes. Mm-hmm. All the sages are. And because, Mido. Oh, Mido is too? Yep. Oh, freaking Mido. <laughs> I know, like, it's supposed to be because Zelda 2 in the timeline takes place after Ocarina of Time in one of the timelines, so that's why they... That's, their reasoning for it or something, even though that's not, I, I'm assuming the timeline was written way long, way later, but yeah, it was, it's way more recent. Yeah. It's not like, I doubt it was like, I doubt they had a timeline when they were making these games. They, they might have, I'm not sure. I wouldn't put it past them to be honest, but Ocarina of time takes place early in the timeline. And then depending on the way the game is beat, um, changes the timeline or I guess like the different 
like it, uh, whatever. I'm I'm skipping ahead. It is early in the timeline and it changes other timelines. <laughs> Number four to put to put it in the timeline. Yeah. Ampa was in the first Zelda game, but she's only named in the manual, according to okay. this wiki. And she was in like all the art I remember looking at when I was a kid of Zelda stuff. And the and she was also in the little board game or something or puzzle I had too. <laughs> I had something to Zelda. I loved Zelda <laughs> when I was a kid. And I had something Zelda I remember. Maybe it was a coloring book. I had something Zelda though, but I don't know if I still I wish I still had. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. All right. So, like, everything with Hyrule Castle, I think, is interesting. And then you, you get sent off. Well, you ha- I forgot to do this. I went all the way to go see the Gorons before I realized that you had to go back to Kokiri Forest to get Sauria's song. Because otherwise, you can't progress to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Navi tells you that. <laughs> but you have to listen to Navi for her to tell you that. Mm, true. If you don't read it, you won't. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I just click, 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 kept going. I'm like, I don't care what you got to say, Navi. I, I like when you fight your foot, your first wolfles and all that, and I like kind of the foreshadowing when you get you, you have to get to the forest temple and to find Saria just sitting there and teaches you the song. A wolfos. I was like, what? What did I call him? <laughs> Something you said wiffles, oh. like a wiffle ball. <laughs> I heard wolfos. My brain hurt. <laughs> said wolfos. Okay, because <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think one thing is say something completely different. That wouldn't surprise me. I, I like the Wolf Wolf's fight. I like the whole idea of the dueling in this game. And it wasn't until I was watching a video that kind of talked about where the game was originally supposed to have more, you know, the idea of it was like a du- had something to do with dueling early on. And they got excited about it. And that's what they kept going. Something like that, I heard. I can't give you more information than that because I don't know. But <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. Um, so, yeah, then you. So we have to talk about uh, Kakariko Kaka Village. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kokiri and Kakariko are always really confuse me. So Kakariko <laughs> Village is the most fucked up area in Ocarina right. of Time, Why where all the spooky shit happens in that village. They have a graveyard in the back. You've got the one guy in the front who hates his family and then goes into the Lost Woods to die. Is that um, the guys? No, the the oh God, what's his name? He's he sits- is the son of the the carpenter, I believe. Yes, the son of the carpenter. He sits in front of the tree in the front of um, Kokoriko Village, and he tells you how much he hates his family. And then later on in the game, goes to the Lost Woods, and there's a quest to get the big Goron sword. And uh, if you follow the quest, he uh, he goes into these Lost Woods. You have to go back to Kokoriko Town to get a potion from his aunt or grandma. And then when you go back to give him the potion... One of the the girls from um, Kakiri is there, and she's like, "Well, uh, he wasn't from here, so he turned into a Stalfos, and he's gone." I have never realized that part. Like, I, I remember I knew that random guy in the woods because I've done the the Goron quest before and I've seen it, but I didn't realize it was someone that hated his family, and that's why he left. I thought he just got lost in the woods. No, if you talk to him in Kokoriko Village, he's huh. like very clear. I've never talked to him. <laughs> wow. I like him better in Majora's Mask when he's surrounded by all the baby chickens. Yeah, he's so much happier there. <laughs> Majora's Mask is such a weird like idea with this game because it's like so many of the same characters, kind of. Yeah, it's something like they only had six months to make it, so they reused a lot of assets or something. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know, I just feel, it's just one of those things that I, I thought was interesting, how, how many characters are used from Ocarina of Time for Majora's Mask, and like the idea, how, how, the idea all these people, some of these people did travel to Termina, but I guess Termina's not that far. Yeah. But that, that that lends to the theory that we talked about in our Majora's Mask episode, that 
Link is actually dying in the Lost Woods when Majora's Mask takes place. And this is what he's experiencing in his head as he goes through the stages of grief. And that he's reappropriated all these characters into new characters and given himself a task to save the town once again. I I believe that. <laughs> and yeah, after the after the depression of going through all of these events in Ocarina of Time and then having to be returned to a child and no one knowing that you saved the world. Like, yeah. yeah. That would really fuck with you. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you'd be okay after all that. I mean, again, this game gets... You go through a lot. I mean, I didn't really think about it as much as I am now, and I'm probably sure more dark things are going to come out that Helena's going to say soon. <laughs> um, like, I didn't really... I mean, yes, this town has a graveyard, but I didn't really thought much about it being that dark, but it does have the Shadow Temple also right underneath it, or yeah. right by it. Yeah. Which is full of darkness, and you have Dompe when he dies. Oh, yeah, the well is... God, that is one weird-ass <laughs> place when you go down there finally. I've got I've got a whole theory about the well and the lens of truth and bongo bongo and I'm ready to lay it down whenever you guys are ready for it. Okay, we'll get there. Okay. Um, I think other, not a whole lot I want to say about the town. I mean, I, okay, I never really oh, thought the town. I've got being something that I want to say about the yes, town. Please say <laughs> the worst side quest in the entire game: collecting all of the cuckoo ladies' fucking That's chickens. Simple. It's I love um, that quest. It's so tedious, though. No, it's not. <laughs> You can fly yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. I had no problem whatsoever with that quest. I mean, I don't have any pro- Well, I don't have any problem doing it. It's just, like I said, it's tedious. It's annoying. Have you done the big Goron quest? Oh, yeah. Okay. That was the worst quest. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that tedious. Yeah. And you were timed on everything, too. Or did you get all 100 Sculptulas? That's tedious. <laughs> yeah, fuck. That's not worth it after... 30. Speaking of that, though, the Skultulas have to do with the other creepy place in Kakariko Village, oh, yeah. which would be the Skultula house, where this family got punished by being turned into Skultulas, and they can only be turned back to normal if you collect enough golden Skultulas. They're the, the second creepiest model in this entire game, because they are horrifying. <laughs> What's the first creepiest? Dead Hand? Uh, yes. <laughs> dead Hand? Oh, is that the guy in the well? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that one. <laughs> He's creepy as hell. And then you and you get to go to Goron Mountain after you run around the village, and I, I like Goron Mountain. I like how you have to show the letter to get past the guard, and he's like, okay, go go play your game with the princess. <laughs> Mr. Hero. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> and his dance. <laughs> I mean, every I really like the Gorons in this game. I like them. The music is good. Getting up to them is interesting. Like, and how you have to get that Darunia, not Darunia, what the, hell, what the hell is his name? That is the name, Darunia. Darunia? Oh, I was right. Um, he won't talk to you unless, or he won't give you any information until you play Sorry Song. He starts dancing uncontrollably, and then he lets you, he tells you more. <laughs> I mean, it's odd to me, but hey, anyway, it's a game. I, I don't a hot beat. You can't <laughs> help but dance. Hey, it's a great song. So he, he gives you the bracelets that you can like throw bombs and lift up heavy shit. Yes. I guess you, you can only really do the bomb bomb. Whatever the hell the bomb plants are, right? Or is there other stuff? Mm-hmm. The bomb bombs. Uh, I don't bomb think plans. you can pull the plants out of the ground without that thing. Well, you can't without the thing. I think that's all the thing does for you is let you pull plants out. I think. Uh, I thought it gave you enhanced strength too, but I might be wrong. It, yeah, that. you might need it to push blocks, but you haven't come across any at this point. Okay, that's why I never really thought about it. I know you can push crates, but I never had to push a block before. Yeah, I think it comes up more if you're playing the randomizer. Okay. I've never done that yet. I never will for this game. <laughs> what are settings you can do to make it a little less annoying? Eh, I don't know this game good enough. I um, I have to say, uh, unpopular opinion, 
the Gorons are my least favorite uh, race in the Zelda games, and the Fire Temple and the Dodongo's Cavern are my least favorite dungeons. Oh, you don't like Dodongo's Cavern? No. I love Dodongo's Cavern. I think that place is great. And, but when you hear my favorite, you're going to be like, oh, that makes sense. Okay, what's your favorite? Uh, Jabba Jabba's Belly and the Water <laughs> Temple. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. The that two is words. an unpopular opinion. You just, yes. I know, I know. My two least favorite places in this game. I Listen, Princess Ruto is the love of my life. <laughs> Uh, I I don't like Rudel at all. <laughs> she made me who I am. She is the ultimate bratty sub in any game ever. <laughs> oh god. Well, we'll get there shortly. But like, I like the whole King Dodongo thing of where they can't get rocks because they wouldn't give Gandorf the ruby, so he throws rocks in front of their cave where they like they like the special rocks or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was, and then nobody could just pick up the bomb and throw it. I guess, but okay. Yeah, and then you can backflip off and get that heart piece without doing the plant. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just went to the plant later. Oh, I, I didn't, didn't buy. A, I didn't buy a single magic beam this round. I'm like, I'm not going through all this. I bought a couple. I bought a lot, but I never planted them all because I just didn't care. <laughs> that happens. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just don't. You don't need rupees a lot in this game. No, you don't. Like they're not that useful. Not like in like Majora's Mask, where I feel like you need a rupee because you need to buy a lot of stuff, but you keep losing everything. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I mean, the only, the only point, like, the only reason I even did the gold sculpture look crap was to get the second, the, the bigger wallet. And then after that, I didn't, you know, like you said, I, when you get 30, there's no point in doing it anymore. Yeah, because the price for 40 is some bomb chews. I'm like, great, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use bomb chews. I like That's the bomb chew lady that runs the game and uh, <laughs> she's the market. So cute. She's adorable. <laughs> she has purple hair. Yep. She's a little punky girl. I like her. Mm-hmm. And but, she makes like, those little noises like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she seems so bored to be at work. Like, I don't want to be here, guys. Like, I just want to go home. Yep. I sympathize with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I. I was just saying, like, with the whole Dodongo, like, I like Dodongo's Cavern. I never had a problem with it. And I still love that fight with King Dodongo, even though I was getting my ass. I got hurt a couple times. Like, what, what's going on here, game? Like, I was, <laughs> I was. I was just playing wrong. and But it's just so fun to throw bombs in his mouth for some reason to me. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. <laughs> I love King Dodongo as much as I hate the, <laughs> these dungeons. Um, I always liked the noises that they gave him. Well, my whole thing is, why is his room where he's living at right next to what can kill him at all times? Like, this doesn't seem very smart. I don't think that's what kills him. I think it's just the bombs in his stomach, and then he just kind of rolls into it. I always thought you did too many bombs and he rolls in the lava because he's confused and he just dies from the lava. Because they're resistant on the outside. Okay. I I think it's because he got all up in his guts. Yeah. I mean, bombs in your guts probably wouldn't do very good. Probably not. (laughs) Sounds like really bad heartburn. Yeah, you gotta eat some Rolades, get that cleared up. Oh, just I, don't know, I, just thought, <laughs> I was just thinking about that when we played. And then after you get the ruby, then you're sent to go to the final dun- uh, area as a kid, which apparently is Helena's favorite. <laughs> I did not know. I should have known. I should have known. Yes, I love the Zoras. I adore them. If I could be any race from this game, it would be the Zoras. I just love them. And the music is so good. So you go to the, the Zora's place. God, there's a fancy name for it. What the name of it? 
Zora's Domain, yes, you hear this beautiful music that I still play because there's a 10-hour version of it on YouTube. So sometimes <laughs> when I can't sleep, I play that. And, oh, yeah, that'd do it. Yeah, and then you meet um, the King Zora, and he is like... I don't like this, him. I, <laughs> I love him, and he's this really fat fish. <laughs> and he's like, my daughter is gone. Um, I think she went out back to go play with Uncle Jabu Jabu. I haven't seen her since. So then he, you have to get him to move out of the way so you can go back and get her. Then you, can, and it, you get the butt moving sounds. Yeah. Mo-weep. 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 That goes on for like a full 30 seconds. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I don't know why, but it still amuses me. Like, I'm like, you know, as you, and then like. I feel like I wonder if it'd be as easy to know. Like I, I know it got the scale, and I go to like highly to go get the bottle. But I, does the game like kind of tell you to do that, or is it just engraved in my head? I can't remember. That I don't know. The scale. Yeah, you got to dive for the money to get the silver scale, and then go to the oh, lake yeah. to get the bottle, and then come back. Oh yeah. I mean, it's all just engraved at different points with me, mm-hmm. so I don't know to what anymore. I forgot about that. Yeah, that is a thing. <laughs> Um, I, and hey, you get another bottle that way. You should because I, I like how the game gives you three bottles pretty quickly too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then never a fourth one. Yeah, I know. I never. I've never got the fourth one. I don't think. Ever. No, I've never. I've never done the big boot, the big pose. I, in my youth, when I was had more time on my hands, <laughs> I did the big pose. Once upon I, a time, and we all had free time. Yeah, I have plenty of free time. It just all goes to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But it, so why do you like Jabu Jabu? Because I I hate I've hated this dungeon as a kid. I still hate this dungeon. Besides, I know you like Rudel. Okay, so it's so colorful. I thought it was fun. I thought it was easy. It was really intuitive for me. I just really like the ocean and <laughs> and fish and stuff. So so yeah, you you get in and eventually you run into Princess Rudel and she's like, yeah, I've been here. And she's super bitchy, and she's like, well, I lost something in here, so I guess we can find it. Um, also, I'm not walking. Yeah, I'll to- give you the privilege of carrying me. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you carry her around, and she's such a bitch. She's, like, <laughs> yawning and, like, getting comfortable on your shoulders and just, God, uh, she's an icon. That... <laughs> That is some Mariah Carey behavior. Like, <laughs> a total diva. Mini diva. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so. And all to... she wants is her, her, is her sapphire back. All she wants is her sapphire because her mom gave it to her. And then it's, it's an engagement gift from her to her future husband. So she wants the sapphire so bad. I just, this dungeon just, like, I had forgotten, I got lost in the dungeon, had to look up a guide, because I was just being dumb, apparently. I had for, I had, because I went through the whole part, I fought the stupid mini-boss, I, you lose Rudo, and then I had to go, and, I'm, and I couldn't figure out where to go, I had the boomerang, I had most of the thing done, and I forgot you had to pick up a crate, put a crate on the switch, and go down the simple hallway. You glossed over that mini-boss pretty quick, I hate that thing. I, I hate too. my least favorite boss in this entire game. The giant Octorok. Round spike. Mm-hmm. You gotta run around, get behind him, and him with the boomerang. No, Guess uh, you could say he really octo-rocked your shit, huh? Yeah. I would not say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, it was funny, though. It was. They're so cute, and there's there's this um, stuffed animal octo-rock at Target that they sell, and I've been waiting for it to come to my local Target, because it's so cute. Just putting it out there. It's $30, no big. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
Oh, that I, is don't, I don't like this fight. I have such a hard time with it, and it just irritates me every time. I don't know. That part is based off the ones from Link, uh, Link to the Past. That's so that's super cute. I like them in Link to the Past. I don't like them in this game. Then again, Link to the Past does no wrong for me. So <laughs> it's a different thing. It does but, stuff wrong. Perfect game. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Yes, I know it does. But it's just okay. That those are really freaking cute, <laughs> right? <laughs> I kind of want one now. Like, you know, me too. It's all your fault, Helena. I I don't apologize. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> but, okay, we were saying, like, it's just, I don't know, the dungeon just, I know there's nothing wrong with Jabu Jabu. I guess I just don't like water dungeons in this game in general. I don't like they, water dungeons in general, I should say. They get a bad rap, but I, it, it's so colorful and pretty yeah. and interesting. And, like, so the main boss is Barry, I believe. I like him. Um, yeah, Barry, and then he sends out these little baris, and you Baron, you have to bitch slap him. Yeah, there you go, Barnade. Yeah, <sighs> he's not. A, he's not. He's not he was a fun fight. Like I had no problem fighting him this time. I got yeah. through this dungeon pretty effortlessly, and I was kind of surprised. It's like I I kept going the wrong way, so I'm like, okay, well, there's that electric pillar here, and then I killed the the weird. God, I don't even know what to call them. The weird, like, eel things that hang down from the ceiling. So you kill them, and that opens up the pillar. I, and I'm like, oh, well, I just need I to go back. that's part of his body that you're destroying. Yeah, it's, probably. It's called the parasitic tentacle, and they're limbs of the baronade. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Now you So the baronade, that was put there by Ganon. Ganondorf, right? I'm assuming? I just never assumed that anything bad in this game was put there by Ganon. Okay. I would assume so, but I also wonder if it's like a disease or like a heart condition. Like it was bio warfare. Okay. Bioterrorism by Ganondorf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a lot of intestinal pain in this game. Like you go inside the great Decker tree's mouth and kill Parasite. You throw bombs in the King Dodongo. You're inside Jabu Jabu's mouth killing a Parasite. I think someone saw Inner Space and is like, hey, let's just make that the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when you beat Baronade, you get spat out into the water, and the first thing you wake up to is Princess Rudo <laughs> giving you the bedroom eyes, and, <laughs> and she's like, I love you, and we are engaged now. And she gives you the Zora's engagement sapphire, and she's like, you are my man. Link, Remember this. <laughs> Link's like, I am ten. Please give me some space. <laughs> I, I uh, yeah, it, it, I, I was I thought that was interesting this time when I watched it. When I saw it happen. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Again, iconic. She knew what she wanted. She was not wasting time. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, she was not. No, take no for an answer. This is happening. Deal with it. <laughs> you took the ring. <laughs> Let's get married. Yeah, he he accepted the proposal. So it's <laughs> it's not her fault. He doesn't understand Zora's cultural customs. <laughs> God, I've been watching way too much Stargate SG-1. Because I'm like, oh yeah, of course. I mean, that's a really good show for some reason. Don't ask me why. All right, I got it out. All right, so... I've so after upset. this, you... Well, one, like, before we skip to him becoming an adult, um, in Hyrulean Field, you can go to the Lon Lon Ranch, which is where Milan lives, and you can meet your future pet horse, Epona, and learn Epona's song, which is important for later on in the game. Yeah, it's such a good thing to do, too. Cute horsey. I, I enjoyed this part. Like I, I enjoy Lon Lon's Ranch. I like how different it gets when you come back later. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I thought that was all. Oh, and the thing that you were talking about with the Civil War, that was in some book that I don't know if it came here. It's a manga. Manga. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I, I need to read this sometime. I wonder if it's in the Hyrule Historia. Probably. It's really sad. I didn't even know it existed until just now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Link's father was a soldier for the king and was killed in the war. I kind of want to buy this buy this manga now and read it. It's like two volumes. Do it. I think yeah, it might happen. Do it. Some ba- based on, I think, every Zelda game, every main one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't say you want to be about that life. Be about that life. <laughs> well, if I do it, it'll be for one reason, to make a podcast episode about it. But hey, um. Excellent. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough of that. So, like, no, we're talking about. Oh, yeah, when Long, yeah Flower Ranch is cool. And you get, hey, you get another bottle there. You get your second bottle, usually. Yeah. Oh, you, the, the llama on milk? You can uh, <laughs> tell and ask if you want to marry his daughter. So you can have two girls on your arms. And he laughed at Link is really, um, and I know this is quite crude, but uh, he is really drowning in the puss this game. <laughs> <laughs> He's up to four now. No, well, I guess that's counting Saria, but uh, Saria is forever a kid, so we don't count her. Um, yep. So <laughs> they, they Zelda, have Mylan, and Rudo so far. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I didn't thought about that, but yeah, you are right. A lot of girls. They they have a sweet childhood friendship romance, and that's it. That's where it ends. There is no porn on the internet depicting otherwise. It ends there. <laughs> the end. Um, so that <laughs> rule, rule thirty four does not exist. No, it doesn't. Not for Saria. The end. <laughs> um, so you you take the stones and you go you go back to Hyrule or the the Temple castle. Of time. Uh, yeah. Well, you you come up to the castle and then oh yeah, yeah. The, the sky turns black and the, the the fucking the bridge drops and there comes Impa and Zelda and Zelda looks back at you and she yeets her <laughs> ocarina into the moat you have to get that so you pick that up and you're like haha fuck Saria and <laughs> get rid of her ocarina to take Zelda's I think it's kind of funny how it just disappears out of your inventory. Like, and I never really thought about it till just today when we're recording. Where you're like, yeah, he just he just like ah, screw this, just drops it in the water, just leaves it there. <laughs> yeah, you know these these women keep giving Link their tokens of engagement, like this ocarina of time and the milk bottle from Lamont Ranch and the Zora Sapphire. <laughs> and I just like to point out that the sapphire is a way higher quality than all the other shit. So. Ruto's winning. Um, just put that out there. I mean, the Ocarina of Time is magic, at least. So it's got that going for it. Uh, Zora Sapphire opens up the Sacred Realm. Yeah, but you don't want to go there. You get turned into a rabbit when you go there. <laughs> Wrong game. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Link for the Past reference. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love Link for the Past, in case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is the point where... Well, so Gandorf comes out and he blast your ass and you're he's like you're a kid whatever <laughs> um and so you can go in and this is the time where you can experience the dying guard if you go to the left instead of the right um you go the opposite way from the temple of time where the dying guard will tell you like yeah ganondorf came in with all of his people he ransacked the castle um it, you know it, the princess escaped and then the guard dies and if you try to go into the castle then they're like uh no um you cannot come in right now there's some shit going down um and it's implied that he killed the king. Um, oh. I like to believe that's what probably happened, though, too. I don't think Zelda would have left her, her daddy there. Okay. Um, 
Maybe she didn't know, but I mean, I'm assuming the king would have gotten killed, though. Like, if you're going to overtake a kingdom, I mean, that's what you got to do. I mean, the king dies in, like, all the other Zelda games. Um, so I, I think it's part of the the prophecy is that he's going <laughs> to die. It's like Uncle Ben Spider-Man. He's not long for this world. No, <laughs> no. And then you go to the Temple of Time and you use the spiritual stones to open it up and uh, get the Master Sword. But what's this? Ganondorf comes in. He's like, ha ha, fooled you. I was Sucker. behind you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so was he just like waiting nearby or did he come in after you opened the door because you just opened and then when you left? I'm, I, he, I don't know. He, he blasted your ass. He rode after Zelda a little bit. He's like, huh, that was kind of suspicious and then turns around. Okay. He says something to that effect in the cutscene. He's like, I I figured you were the the ticket to open in this door, so he must have been following. I love how if you, I feel like if you just wouldn't have done this, he would have never got the door open. Yeah. He might have killed Zelda, though. Well, so for for the Triforce to work, (laughs) um, you have to have all three pieces. And the three pieces were united in the Sacred Realm. However, when Ganondorf touched them, they split up and each went to their, like, respective destined home. So he got the Triforce of Power. Zelda got the Triforce of Wisdom, and Link got the Triforce of Courage. Also, oh, he didn't get the Triforce till this point, then? Yes. Okay, I guess I always thought he had the Triforce with him already, but that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I guess my brain just didn't wrap around this sometimes. Part of being the chosen one, I guess. Do we want to go into Ganondorf's backstory? Sure, we should. That's a good time, because now he's kind of like takes front and center. Cool. So, Ganondorf is a Gerudo, and the Gerudos live in the desert. There's um, a lot of theories about the Civil War and them being outcasts there and um, other stuff that I'm not sure it's been substantiated. But the lore from the game is that every 100 years, the Gerudos have a male child. And so basically, it's a troop of either lesbians or women that sneak out to have sex with Hylians or like carpenters or whatever. But anyway, every 11 or 100 years, they have a boy, and he becomes the king of the Gerudos. So Gerudo, or Ganondorf is the Gerudo king, and then goes to Hyrule to like meet the actual king, and shit goes down. Okay. You I say carpenters it. there, and I don't like what why they're keeping the carpenters in, in jail then. <laughs> you are now our slaves. Oop. Death by Shnoo Shnoo. Oh. <laughs> I don't, okay, those carpenters are fucking dumb. That's all I gotta say. Like, <laughs> what make you think you're gonna go over here and be like, oh, hey, they're gonna accept us with open arms? No, they're they're smart enough not to. Like, <laughs> <they're> idiots. <sighs> but and then like the whole like the whole idea that he puts the you know he takes the sword out and as soon as he takes the master sword out he ends up warping or he ends up being put to sleep for seven long years while he just ages. Like that's gotta be such a that's really gotta mess with you all of a sudden. Hey, guess what? Now you're seventeen or eighteen. Like surprise. Like what? I'm just 10. Like, what? Better than 100. Uh, <laughs> he didn't age. He just slept for 100 years. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's a little different. I mean, he actually aged. Like, he's older. Like, I mean, just think about all this stuff. Like, and then here and then here you are. Like, oh, hey, you're, 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 your question ain't over here. Here, go kill things now. Go save the world. <laughs> like, I mean, it's got to be a pretty traumatic idea. Yeah, you can't yeah. use your boomerang. Don't even try it. <laughs> it's only for kids. Well, did the, bo- the, the slingshot rots. Isn't that the excuse they give you? Uh, I don't know. I just think Navi's like, oh, you can't use some of your items. Okay, I thought there was some reasoning for it. Don't use the boomerang. You look like an idiot. I mean, the boomerang would have made the game a lot easier in an adult at first. <laughs> Take it, though, shot. Uh, boomerang's still pretty damn good. They're like, these are made for small kid hands, and you have large man hands. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's all it is, I think. 
But I, I, adult link is interesting. Like when you go back into Hyrule after you, you know, when you leave the Temple of Time, I that part is so fucking creepy with the re-deads in the center, oh, yeah. everyone dead and everything gone. Like seven years later in the world, it's just it, terrible chaos. It's a stark contrast. Yeah, there's no, there's no happy people dancing in the field, you know, like you were when you first come there. Everybody's dancing in the center of town, and now it's just death. Everywhere. Re-deads. I hate everyone, re-deads. Everyone took off for Kakariko. Yep. Yes. You think he would have invaded Kakariko, too? It's not that far away from his castle. Yeah, it gets set on fire at some point. For like a day. <laughs> I mean, it's like not fire. He's not good at it. He's He still tries. Yeah. The re-deads are so creepy. When we get to my... <laughs> Well, spirit, spirit Lens or Eye of Truth um, and Bongo Bongo, I'm ready to rock your world with okay. Dead I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We'll won't be that much longer. Um, and then so then you go to the Forest Temple. You go back to Kokiri Woods. Isn't everything Kokiri Woods all ruined too? Kind of, except for just stupid Mito is still there. Mito. Yeah, there's monsters in the town. Like there the are town part of it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't see that because I just ran up the thing where to go. Yeah, there's like the Dekubabas and stuff. Okay, because I guess the town has no protection anymore, so people are just running wild. I I like this area. Like I like like I I for some reason I don't I can't explain it, but I like moblins a lot. And seeing the moblins in this game, I I like seeing the giant dogs with, with clubs that beat the shit out of me multiple times this playthrough. But for some reason, they're cool to me. No, I, I caught that in this game. I was like, I really like this design of moblins. I really <laughs> like this part. Like when you're walking through the maze trying to get to the forest temple, and they're just shooting the shit out of you with their stupid. Or no, they just charge you with the spears and knock your ass in the water. Like, I had fun with that. No, I just did. Yeah, so you you have to go to the Forest Temple to save Saria. Because um, you find out that Saria has fled or disappeared. And um, so you go into this Forest Temple, which is beautiful. <laughs> and it is. It's a great place. Oh, yeah. we should we should talk about Sheik because Sheik shows up oh, after yeah. you come back to the to the when you come back to the future, and you don't know who Sheik is. This is just this guy you, the way you see it at first, talking to you and tells you, "Hey, you have to go, do, you know, save the sages or something." And she gives you all the songs that let you warp around the game, which make the game a lot easier and more fun. I like Sheik a lot. Oh yeah, very cool, very cool in Smash Brothers too. <laughs> Sheik is so cute, androgynous, haughty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I mean, I like, you know, you like the artwork of Sheik, like not the not the game itself, because, you know, Polygon, but like, I think the art of Sheik is really, really cool. But once again, this game has has made me gay <laughs> from start to end. All, all the characters were put in there to make me gay. Except um, the great fairies. Excuse me? The great fairies. <laughs> no, 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 no. Great fairies are terrifying. I will, I will hear nothing else. They were put there to make me gay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Helena. I'm just you know, I love having you on this show. <laughs> uh. I love the great fairies. Uh, <laughs> I will fight for all of them. <laughs> um, but if we were saying, like, well, Sheik is just such a cool character and is, like, really his only ally in this, too. And I call she. Well, I'll just say she. For, I mean, know, Rudo calls. Call, refers to Sheik as a male, but I think it, you're meant to. The game's just trying to confuse you yeah. for the big reveal. Which is, it is cool as hell. Yeah. I, I like it also makes sense that, you know, Sheik is hiding their identity and traveling through this game with you and helping you. Like, I mean, he, she doesn't do anything other than give you songs, really. But I but it, it's really cool to have her there and also such a cool looking character. Mm-hmm. And she was she was raised by Impa to be a badass. And so I think it's really cool because the Sheikas are very like secretive people and Impa's 
straight up like, I know you're not a Sheikah, but I'm going to raise you in our ways. What's up? You're my child now. Thank you, badass ninja girl. Yeah. You're welcome. Yep. So. She's badass. So the Forest Temple is home to the four Poe sisters that are named after little women. So Amy, Beth, Joe, and Meg. Oh, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I, I don't like the Poe's that much, even though they're they're fine fighting. I just really like this temple. I like fighting the Stalfos a lot. Like, to me, that was really fun, fighting them. The music is so good and unsettling. I love the music in the Forest Temple. No, I heard it because I actually played the sound for this whole game, but I can't remember it. I'm going to look it up. The music, I mean, I, again, this is weird for me saying it, but the music of this game is just so good. Oh, there's also a 10-hour thing of Forest Temple, by the way, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's 10 hours of all first-party Nintendo game music. Yeah. You are right, Jolena. This is really unsettling music. Yeah, it's it's weird. But this whole temple, it kind of strikes me as, like, a mansion that a very rich man made who was, like, in the midst of dementia or psychosis because he put all these, like, weird trap rooms in it and spinning hallways and rooms where the ceilings would fall down and he's like, I'm trying to protect my daughter, so don't fucking come in here. He could have made it because he had a lab in the basement. He wanted to get yeah. there. <laughs> I was going to make the same joke. Nothing. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, I'm listening, I'm listening to music and like even like in the things, like pretty quickly in the song, it starts getting really creepy too, like some of the different sounds it makes. This is really unsettling music. It is, yeah. I never really thought about it until you said it, but now that I'm listening to it, I'm not playing the game or anything, I'm just hearing the music, it really kind of gives me, creeps me out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And this, this temple, like, I, I do agree with you that it does. It looks like it could be a mansion of some sort. I never like put that together, but it's just it, it looks like it was something normal that once belonged to feel like like it was built as a temple. It's like it built something else that had a purpose. Man, it is weird. That that music is really uh, I turned off. It's fucking. It's one of those things that you don't you don't think about because when you're playing the game. You're moving. You have other sound effects, so you don't. But when you listen, just listen to that song by itself. It it's really it really is unsettling. Mm-hmm. And I. <laughs> yeah, and this is one of the only temples where you can see the sky while you're inside of it. So it's it's a large temple. Yeah, it's it's a cool place too. Like, I mean, I don't like all the sculptures you gotta you gotta deal with. Those are really annoying as hell. Yeah, I mean, there's way too many of them, but I'm 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 okay with that. But like, go down to one hit of the hook shot. Yeah, or yeah. what you have to go get before you can even come here. Got to race Dampy's ghost and this flipping. Oh race yeah, for some reason. If you don't have the hook shot, you can't get up the tower. Yep. Forgot about that. Nah, eh, Dampy's ghost is fine. Like, that's not a bad part. I love Dampy. <laughs> he serves no purpose but to give you a hook shot and stuff, but he's cool. He is hookshot's... kind. <laughs> Hookshot's one of the best weapons and or best items in the series. Long so. shot. I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Same thing. <laughs> but I mean the Forest Temple's just it's it's probably it's it's my favorite temple as that you go to, I would say. Maybe that or fire. I really like the fire temple too, but this place is just so cool. And I love fighting. Even though the Stoffels kicked my ass multiple times, like got the hang of it. I did enjoy fighting them a lot. They are fun to fight. Yeah. And you get, you get the bow. I love the bow in this game. The bow is great for sure. I Um, just like the bow. (laughs) I I love fighting the Poe sisters because they're, so they're all in like the picture frames and then you have to lure them out. And I, I love them. So much. Meg was my favorite Poe sister. I don't like fighting them that much, but I like I like the idea of them a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I also am a big fan of like the whole idea that you have to go kill these four Poe sisters, and then you're able to unlock the elevator that takes you down to the bottom of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. It's, 
It's just straight up Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go get I mean, the, the, the crest to put in there to open the the, the statue and <laughs> George Trevor's. We're, we're playing that Resident Evil game someday, me and you, the PS1 one. I never beat it. The original? Yeah, I can do that. We did 2002 one on the show, so we can do the original PS1 someday. Hey, we talk about the, the amazing voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> or the whole episode, just talking like that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but, okay back to Zelda. Yeah, like, no I, one would listen to that. <laughs> oh, I really enjoy the boss of this dungeon, too. I mean, even though he... like, So you get into a room with a bunch of paintings at the very end and you hear Gandorf laughing or something and you and I want to say the game doesn't even tell you what's happening you just have to look at the painting you'll see something coming out of one uh-huh. scary shit I would lose my mind if that happened to me I hate mirrors in general like uh-huh. I am not I'm not into mirrors and I see something moving in a painting or a mirror I'm done in real if I if something like that happened to me real, I'm done we're out <laughs> yep I don't have mirrors in my house except for the bathroom for a reason. My wife's like, oh, we got this big mirror we put up. I'm like, no, that's good. No, no, no mirror. I'm good. Because I have a fear of looking in a mirror and seeing something looking back at me, then it moves. And I'm not moving. <laughs> if you get trapped in the mirror, I'm not coming to save you. Like, nope. <laughs> I just, I don't know why. It's a, it's a, I know it's a kind of, I feel like a baseless fear because it's not going to happen because I'm not in a supernatural world, but not it's, that idea. Isn't that kind of like Uncanny Valley where like humans get really creeped out by things that look human? And aren't human? And at some point, evolutionarily, we had to develop that fear, meaning there was something that looked human but wasn't human. So, I mean, there's got to be just one of those things that I, I mean, I know, like, I, I believe in supernatural stuff, but it's just one of those things that, like, it's one of those fears I always have. And yeah, I just can't do it. <laughs> so, like, the boss is just so, I, I guess I was also the YouTube video that I was watching had mentioned that originally they had ideas of this game of having something to do with, like paintings kind of like as of Super Mario 64 type style at first. And that's where this came from. I don't know that if that's sense. true or not, but that and that was like this is a leftover idea that they took and they used for this boss fight. And I, I like this boss fight where he comes out of the paint. You got to hit him with a hook shot or the bow and you just keep doing that way on the horse. So you take out the horse like it is a really cool fight. And he peels his face off and he's that creepy skull underneath. Phantom Ganon. He is a ghost that Ganondorf created to emulate him. I also never really caught how dark it is when you beat him, when he's like, you <laughs> failed me, I'm going to seal you away. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm going to banish you between dimensions or some kind of shit like that. I never caught that before. Jesus. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is not nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just hit me more this time in this playthrough. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things that never hit me before. Yeah, and when you when you fight Phantom Ganon, the moves you use on Phantom Ganon are the same ones you're going to use against Ganondorf later on in the game. Oh yeah, because you're bouncing back the you're playing baseball with the orbs. Mm-hmm. I never thought I didn't think about that. I mean, I should have thought about that, but yeah, that, that's a cool thing. Like, there's a lot of really cool elements to this game that still hold up just fine after all these years. Yeah, turns out Nintendo makes good stuff. <laughs> Surprisingly, who knew? And the Master Quest version of this game, Ocarina of Time, Master Quest came out in 2002, Mike, also. Mm-hmm. I tried to play that. Yeah, <laughs> I one, day, one, one day. So, I, so after you beat Phantom Ganon, you get warped to the Sacred Realm, and you find out that Saria is the Forest Sage. And when you're a sage, you have to live in the Sacred Realm. You can never come back. And so it's, like, really sad. You have to say goodbye to your childhood friend. You're like, okay, I'll never fucking see you again, but okay. Have fun. Yeah, that's got to be really depressing. That whole idea. What's also depressing is that you get the forest medallion, and apparently, originally, the each medallion was supposed to give you a different ability in the game, but they ended up cutting that idea. 
that would have been cool. I don't know what abilities you would have got, but that would have been cool still. And then you get to go to um the fire temple. You get to go. You go to the Goron thing. Man, that's kind of that's kind of depressing too, in a sense, because everybody's dead or gone, or well, everybody's captured. But there's just nothing there, and you just and you have like I I had a hard time with this because the game is glitching on me or something where you have to go you go back to the Goron city and you have to bomb a Goron that's rolling around and he'll talk to you, but for some reason he wouldn't talk to me at first. He just mm-hmm. ignored me. And I had to reload my save and then play it. Then he would talk to me and tell me, oh, hey, my name's, hey, my name's Link, too. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, because you're Darunia's brother. Sure you are. <laughs> I know, because you got the ruby calls you a brother the, or something. The spiritual brother. Because you <laughs> saved the Goron, so he names his child after the, the guy that saved the race. It's, I, I like the Fire Temple also. Like, I, I'm also big, I like the Megaton Hammer that you get there. I, I like Fire Temple, it's not as, I don't think it's, anything great about the Fire Temple you want to tell me, Helena, or? About the Fire I, Temple? Well, you have to get the Goron tunic to go in there. Oh, yeah. Which, which is where you learn that Link's drip game is immaculate. Um, nothing? Okay, so you guys don't know no. what drip game is. That's fine. No. I have no um, idea. I'm just going to leave that there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to know, but I have never heard that um, <laughs> Well, he is a fashionista of his time, and he gets all these cool tunics that give him different powers, and the Goron tunic allows him to go into the fire without getting burned. So that's neat. I, uh, I, I, I wear the Goron tunic a lot, just because. <laughs> it's a cool. I like I like him in red or blue. I like him blue best. I uh, wear the, the Zora tunic the rest of the game, just because it's blue. So... <laughs> I, I don't know too much about the Fire Temple because I try to speed run it every time. I do love the mini boss, the Flare Dancer. I think that is like one of the coolest mini bosses in this game. Mm-hmm. The fight itself is kind of a joke, but it's very cool looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a ballerina made of fire. Yeah, that, that whole I don't know. I just like the uh, Fire Temple is interesting. Like you're, as you're running around trying to rescue these Gorons, you get so many damn keys. Yeah. The, the temple is home to Volvagia, who was a dragon that used to eat Gorons in the past, and it, it died, and then it was resurrected by Ganon. However, like, I am really curious about Volvagia's, like, beginnings, because um, in other Zelda games, like Hyrule Warriors, there's a character named Volvagia who, like, has the same head as the dragon, so I'm... I'm curious if that was the original Volvagia, or if that guy was just inspired by the dragon, or what. But I'm really curious about this dragon. And there's also, throughout Ocarina of Time, there's a lot of imagery of uh, serpents and dragons in the temples. So, like, the water temple has a lot of dragon-serpent imagery. So, I'm very curious. I mean, I know in the comic that leads up to this with Volvagia, that he was a pet that Link had as a kid, and then Ganon turned, changed, turned him to Dark Side, essentially. Yeah. I God, I need to read this manga now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's in there. That's what I've heard, at least, when I was re- when I was doing research on this game before the episode. Okay, this music is nowhere near as creepy. I'm listening to it right now as we're talking for the Fire Temple. It, it's got a good, like, it doesn't get that unsettling off like the other one did. Well, the, the original 1.0 music that had the it's like the Muslim chanting in the back that they <laughs> took out. So maybe it was creepier then. I listened to that too. That that's not I mean, it's a little odd when you start hearing the different like some of the, the vocal type sounds of a person in the background that sound a little odd, but other than that it's not this this music is a lot creepier when you're listening to it when you're not playing the game. You know, if you think this music is creepy, you should really listen to the music from Majora's Mask that you didn't listen to. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> 
You're just throwing right. that out there. You're 100 percent right. Because <laughs> I, I played that on a DS, and I played a lot when I was like on a train in different places at that time. Because I was traveling from Chicago, so yeah, there was no sound ever. <laughs> you should probably get that album. Just putting that out there. Um, it's on a uh, YouTube. I might yes. listen to it definitely now. But okay, um, but like the Fire Temple. I mean, I guess because all the Gorons are going to be sacrificed for food or something. I mean, that's why they're there. They're not there just to be prisoner. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of dark. You know, this you are right, Helena. This game's a lot darker than I ever remember or thought about it. <laughs> I I told you, I told you. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know what else I want to say? Like, I like Volvagi a lot. I like that fight a lot. I think all that is really well done. I mean, even though it's just kind of whack a mole, but still, I like the fight. I, I like, like the dungeon. Volvagi's hair. And how often he tosses that shit around. <laughs> just smacks like it a, with it. Like a shampoo commercial. He just comes up out of the ground, just washes it around. There's, I mean, I, I love dragons, so anything with a dragon I'm a sucker for. There's a lot of drama in that hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a big fan of the Megaton Hammer, too. Yeah. And this, this dungeon isn't... I don't think this dungeon is too complicated, either. Like, it's pretty straightforward what to do. <laughs> Someone got upset. There's, <laughs> there's me. Uh... Like you said earlier, you get like a shitload of keys and then you have to just kind of wander around. Okay, well, where's the locked door? Because it's not like the forest temple is just rooms next to rooms next to rooms. And this one is like very weird shaped rooms with multiple exits in them. I don't know. I, I, I don't have a problem, but I tend to get lost in this one. I got lost in the next temple. Well, I would have got lost in the next temple. I didn't read word for word what to do, but hey. I had an easier time with the water temple than I did the forest and fire. Oh, did you use a guide or just in your head? No, I don't, I don't use guides for each game. What kind of person does that? No idea. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> anything else you want to say about the Fire Temple, Helena? Should we move on to your favorite temple? I I have nothing else to say. It, I, I either, just didn't oh, we got we got it. the the best Zelda enemy in all of the series is in this is the Wiggly Wobbly doors. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I fell for him too many times too. Oh my god, you're so right. <laughs> or as the wiki calls them, door that falls down. I like wiki wobbly door. Yeah, that's good. I like wiki wobbly door. That's what we're calling them for now. Oh, I'm also holding a bottle lamp as we're recording this episode, by the way, because I can. I um, did a secret Santa thing and they sent me a bottle lamp, which is on my desk now. Really cool. <laughs> I just, I don't know why I had to say it. Also, I, I, also a like-like in the fire temple. The, I hate likes in this game. <laughs> yeah. I got eaten by one too and I felt like an idiot. Uh-huh. Each one well, because like you have to hit them just right. The top of them gives you the the clangy not doing damage sound. So like I'd hit them multiple times and just clang 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 and then they'd eat me and steal my shield and my tunic like an asshole. If you shoot arrows at them they go real quick. That's probably a better idea. That's I tried nice. to stun them with the hook shot and then hit them but obviously it didn't work out too well for me. Yeah, I, I went with the hook shot method as well. It's better. I like them better when they look like they're stacks of pancakes. <laughs> and all the in the early games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're a little creepy looking in this game though. Yeah. I will say that they did bug me a little. But and then after you finish the fire temple and you get the second seal, then you go to the you go towards the you go towards the Zora domain and everything is frozen into big blocks of ice, which are is kind of you know they can't swim, I guess, because you know they're all devastating. In the water. <laughs> And uh, the big Zora King is in in red ice for some reason. And then you have to go to the ice cavern, which is behind where Jabu Jabu was. But because of speedrunners, now I know Jabu Jabu Dungeon is still there. You just have to glitch through the floor. You can go right inside Jabu Jabu still, if you want to. Awesome. 
He's inside a snow. There's like a big snow drift or something on the on the on the pier, and that's where he's at still somehow for some reason. Interesting. Yeah, so I wouldn't know that. He's definitely dead. I'm okay right? with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would assume Jabu Jabu's definitely been killed by Ganondorf because wasn't he supposed to be their protector or something? Yeah, he's some kind of guardian, I think. So I mean, it makes sense if you're gonna if you're gonna take over, you're gonna kill the guardian. So yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Ice Cavern is kind like it's kind of cool. Slipping the slide is a little annoying, but. It's still, it's still a cool place to go and get your iron boots. The music is great. Um, I was not a huge fan of the Ice Cavern, but I understand its utility. Give you an extra dungeon for the hell of it? Yep. Uh, yep. yep. The music's not bad, though. I'm listening to it right now, I kind of like it. It's not too bad. And then you get to learn the... God, what is it called? The the water song. The Serenade of Water. Serenade, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, because she gives it to you after after you do this part. Yep, and you play it in the ice cavern, and there's like the twinkly stars overhead, and it's really pretty. And you find a bunch of wolfos in this place too, as the, as the mini boss. Yeah. Yeah, the ice wolfos. Yeah. I like I like dueling a lot in this game. I really do. Dueling is really fun. Yeah, and this is also where you get to use the um, you have to turn back into a child to go to the ice cavern because you have to get the iron boots. Or no, 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 no! That is absolutely wrong. That is not. Yeah, you're what you like do. the ice cavern's all done as an adult. You get the ice boots or iron yeah. boots, which then you go take air boots and you warp the lake Hylia, and you can drop down because you have to get the blue tunic too, which you get from rescuing King Zora, I think. Yeah, and then right. you're able mm-hmm. to go. Apart. So you want to hear my my water temple theory? Yes. Yeah. The Zoras say that the water temple is a sacred temple and it's used to worship the water spirits, which, like I mentioned earlier, you see a lot of serpent imagery in there, a lot of dragon imagery. And we know that Morpha, the boss you're going to fight later on, is kind of a serpent, like loosely. However, um, if you go to that tree on top of Lake Hylia, you see that there are three scratch marks in it. And while a lot of people think that that could be the wolfos, um, there are theories going around on, online that that's actually one of the dragons from Breath of the Wild that uh, scratched that tree when it was younger. And if you compare the Breath of the Wild dragons to the um, dragon imagery in the Water Temple, they look very similar. So a lot of people online believe that that temple was made to worship the Breath of the Wild dragon that flies over Lake Hylia. Makes sense. Huh. Yeah. There's dragons in Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Fuck yeah! I remember seeing one for the first time, like, what is this thing? Oh, they're very cool looking. I need to go back and play that game one day. Yep, probably. (sighs) Someday. You make Bill happy. I'm waiting for the Switch to have it for $20 someday when they do their (laughs) their select, you know, in the year 2025. And then I'll buy it. That's not the Nintendo way. I know it's not. (laughs) That's what I'm waiting for. $60 $60 for a part of a Wii U game with Funky Kong in it. Pay it. I'd rather not. Yeah, well. <laughs> so we were saying, like, okay, that, that's cool. I never thought... The Water Temple is just... I mean, it's a cool-looking place. And when you have a guide, it's really not bad. So, yeah, aesthetically, all the temples look cool. They definitely fit their themes that they're supposed to be representing. Yep, yep. And um, this is where you run into your fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Rudo? <laughs> yes, one of them. And she's like, oh, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> I've been sleeping. You have she's not like, called in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has gone to shit. You've been gone. What the fuck? I will forgive you, but fix this temple. Why is she there? Because she's trying to kill Morpha, right? She's trying to fix it and uh, melt the ice. All right. 
I couldn't remember why she's there. I remember seeing her because you see her a couple times. I think or see her once or twice while you're down there. And this temple, it's like I know why like people hated it back in the day because there, I think there's a if you miss a certain switch or miss a key when you look, change the levels, you completely have to you have to do a bunch of stuff over again. I think you have to start the game over. You you cannot move forward when you do that glitch. Yeah, Ask this, me how I know, Mike. I thought about the glitch. I just talked about like there's a, a level you can screw up in the dungeon, but yeah. I didn't know there's a glitch like that. Yes, the oh. the thing that you screw up in the dungeon is the glitch, and oh. you have to start the game over again. That would be miserable. I think it's, it happens to you, huh? It's well, I mean, like it depends on if you save it after that or not. If you don't realize that you've made that glitch, you have to start it over again because you can't go back to an older save file. Which I know because I did it. Uh, I figured this was coming from the heart. Yeah. <laughs> but despite that glitch, I still love this temple. It's beautiful. I, and, I didn't have any problem with it this time. And also, it it's the first time we see one of the most prolific enemies in, like, Zelda canon, which is Dark Link. Clams? Oh. Not, not clams. <laughs> well, Dark Link is in <laughs> Zelda 2. True. But nobody plays Zelda 2, so. Or got that far. That game is hard as hell. Yeah, especially I, that fight. That room with Dark Link though in this game is so damn cool. Like I, mm-hmm. I sucked at this fight. Like I had a really hard time. I barely beat him, but it is a cool fight. You are right, Helena. I, I, I forget Dark Link exists though. It's just the hammer because he doesn't swing when, uh, when you swing the hammer. That would made a lot easier than using up all my dim <laughs> fire than watching him dance on my sword and smack me in the face constantly while <laughs> trying to beat him. Yeah, <sighs> honestly. I really should talk more when I play games. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot about the hammer trick. I just and he oh, if you try him the sword, he will jump on your sword a lot of times too. I found yep. out. Yeah, he jumps on your sword and slaps you in the face. Yeah, I know. He's a I badass. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck you and your dumb face." Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I got smacked so many times. It wasn't oh, it was annoying. So many times he smacked me in the face. So he, uh, he's amazing. Just amazing. <laughs> It is a cool, it is a cool fight, and it's cool to see that he's in there, and that's when you get the long shot, which is probably one of my favorite items in the game to use. Mm-hmm. The hook shot's nice, but it's the long shot is, is what you need. That is much better of an item. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. And I will, I mean, it's not my favorite temple, but I actually had a good time with the water temple. Like, I had no, like, I, I, I came in with the fear, because I remember people talking about it and hating it when I was younger, and I remember me not wanting to do it when I was younger, waiting for my, making my friend do it for me. I was scared of it. I heard so many bad things, but it was just fine. I mean, I was cheating, but still, it was. I had a good time. Like, I see why the temple is really cool looking with the different levels of water you have to raise and all the stuff you can do. Like, it's a very interesting temple. And that, and there's that final stupid stairwell where you have to go up slant. And I and I failed on it like five times. I watched a video and I just watched a guy run up the side. I'm like, hmm. wow, I'm stupid. <laughs> I, <kept laughs> I didn't know that. In, uh, in 2009, IG Aonuma apologized for the design of the water temple. <laughs> That's funny. That, they they fixed it in the 3DS version, so they yes. put like markings on the pathways that lead to where you need to go to change the water. Mm-hmm. Everything's color-coded. It's a lot more convenient. Plus, the iron boots aren't a weapon. You can just... or They're not an item. They're just... You can just equip them on the, the touchscreen. Oh! So much better. I don't remember that. Or they're not gear. They're items. Okay. So you don't have to pause and go into the item menu. Because you take them off a lot. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I, I, I like this temple. I, I like this temple more than I thought I would this time. And after listening to Helena talk about the dragon thing, I'm more interested in this temple now. And so there's there's a secret to killing Morpha really quickly. So you, you hookshot Morpha's whatever nucleus out. <laughs> and if you aim it strategically between the spikes and then 
So you trap it between two spikes and then you stand on the other side of it and just slash at it over and over again and it can't get past you. You can kill it within like a minute. <laughs> wow. I, this fight took me a while because I had to grab the slingshot or hook shot and I would, or long shot and I would barely hit it a couple times before it ran back in the water. That's, that's how you, you make it your bitch. It's, <laughs> I love the water temple. I know everyone hates it. Um, well, it's, it's I amazing. definitely like it a lot more than the water temple in Twilight Princess. I hate that temple. I have no recollection of what you're talking about. <laughs> it's, you gotta like spin the spin the staircase around and then drop water on it and it opens up other pathways. It's, it's annoying. Not a fan. <sighs> I I like Twilight Princess a lot. I've never played Twilight Princess. Well, if you want to, we can change that. Oh, yeah, we can I I wouldn't be opposed to it. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's talking it's about coming. Dark Zelda games. It's it's up there. That's what I hear. You should play because your dog is named after a character from it, so. It, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also have a cat named Navi. No. Yeah, no. I, I remember Twilight Princess being really good. And I played the HD version a little bit before this podcast started. So, yeah, like, you know, two years ago. But still, I have good memories. So we shall see. Hopefully yeah, I'm not wrong. I can make that happen. All right, back to Zelda. But so the water, like Morpha, Morpha is a giant, is a little orb inside a giant body of water that you that makes water tentacles and beats your ass with them. I found out it hurts a lot. <laughs> yes, I did not enjoy when it grabbed me and threw me across the room or like beat me. I'm like, this is not fun. It beat my ass a few times. I, I mean, I didn't die, but I got I had to use fairies. I was getting my ass handed to me. I was like, this is not fun. So yeah. Morpha is the fuck around and find out boss of mm-hmm. Zelda. <laughs> you are not wrong. It's a good way to put it. <laughs> and then after this is so I most of my memory of this game ends at this point. After I beat the water temple, this is when you have to you go to Kakariko Village and this is when it's on fire and you meet Sheik and you get the song. But also this is when everything starts getting really ass creepy too, because you get attacked by some invisible thing that comes out of the well and hits you or something, or beats you down. Something like that. Yeah. Something definitely flies out of the well. And it's invisible. I remember that much. Like, it's weird. Like, and then she kind of, like, sh- saves you or wakes you up after you get your ass handed to you and then tells you you have to go, and then everything's on fire and you have to go down to the well or something. I Before think there's that. an explosion in the well that blows you back. I don't think it's actually an enemy okay. from inside the well, but I might be wrong on that. First, you gotta go into the, the windmill hut and hear the best Zelda music in the entire franchise. And meet the most manic character of the <laughs> he's, he's really mad at you. He's a little annoyed. Uh, guru Guru. <laughs> I like his, I like how fast his face changes though too when you play the song. He's it, really upset with you. It's hilarious because he so he teaches you the song of storms, but then yeah. you have to go back as a child and teach <laughs> him the song of storms. Paradox. <sighs> is. And that paradox is explained in Majora's Mask because the Song of Storms was created for, um, I think it was created by the composer Flat for his brother Sharp to apologize for something he had done when they were alive. So when you go to Icana Valley and you go to um, the graveyard there, you learn about the backstory of Song of Storms. Oh. And they were both composers for the royalty of Hyrule. They also okay. teach you the Sun Song in this one. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I do like Song of Storms. There's no sorry song, but it's not bad. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Love it. So, so you find out that um, it, there's this professor walking around uh, Kakariko Village, and if you talk to him, the old man, he'll tell you that there was a man who could see the truth, and he had a house that once stood on the location of the well. Um, and you find out later that the, the man who can see the truth is it's him using the lens of truth. 
Oh, that's cool. I never talked to this guy before. In all the years I played this game, I've never heard the story. Our, okay, when we get to the Shadow Temple, I'm going to tell you my theory that's going to rock your world. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, when you go back, like you go back to being a kid, like when you go down in that well after you teach the guy the Song of Storms, and like, man, that is one creepy little dungeon where you get the Lens of Truth. Mm-hmm. And I you forgot, are. I forgot that that's all you need to do down there. You just have to get the Lens. That's all I, I do, and I get the fuck out of there. Yeah, like I'm running around, I'm like, okay, where the fuck do I go now? And he's like, oh, I think I'm done here. I think all I needed was this. Did but you gotta, fight, so... you gotta fight Dead Hand, who is fucking creepy. There's like a bunch of hands sticking out of the ground that grab you, and, you'll, and that's when we make him spawn, I think, right? He's a big yeah. blob with arms and a big mouth that opens up to try to eat you. Oh, yeah, and like long red nails on his hands. Ugh. Creepy as hell. He looks like a Silent Hill enemy. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. Yeah, he's got like what I imagine was how they were trying to artistically depict uh, rotting flesh. Oh, I never thought about that. He's gross. He's so gross. You get to fight him twice. Once as child Link, once as adult Link. <sighs> he's the only <laughs> mini boss that's reused. Well, okay, never mind. <laughs> Iron Knuckles are reused too, so never mind. Yeah, and there there are some people online who believe that the um, the dead hand is the man who had the lens of truth as a zombie, but I have a different theory. Okay, and you want to say your th- and then when you, you go you want to and you go back to adult. This is when you're able to go to the shadow temple. You can only get to the shadow temple by playing that song, right? Or can you hookshot up there? Uh, I think you have to play the nocturne of shadow. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, because yeah, it's kind of interesting how she gives you a song where you can teleport right in front of the temple, and the only way to get to that temple is by that song. Where everything else, you can always walk to the temple. That's interesting too. Mm-hmm. The shadow you temple. Need, I you forgot Din's fire to even get inside. Yeah, which is a, I, I thought an optional item. No, I think it's the only one you have to have, and I think you only use it. You only need it either just here or one other time. But man, the Shadow Temple is creepy as hell. <laughs> I had forgotten this this temple because this is, I think, the point that we didn't play very often when we played this game when I was a kid. So we like we didn't do this, and I had no recollection of this place, and it's creepy as fuck. So, oh, what was your theory, Helena, that you wanted to say? We have to get to Bongo Bongo. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, sounds like it's just everything. Like you have to use the lens of truth constantly to see things that are hidden, mm-hmm. and like, oh man, is it just so weird? All the skulls everywhere, and mm, some visible like floors, it. invisible walls, invisible chests, invisible enemies, invisible holes. Oh man, you put so that you, you put that lens of truth through its paces. That's that's for sure. Unless you just know where everything is. Yeah, like the video I'm watching right now. Oh. But it's just, it, it's a really, it's probably the creepiest dungeon for in this game with the invisible walls and everything and just all like all the death symbolism that's in here. It it was very, I was very uncomfortable playing it. I mean, it's not hard, it's not that hard or anything. It's just fair and it's not, it's pretty straightforward if you long as you're using the lens of truth, but it is creepy as hell. And when they keep talking to you about like the, the dead and stuff, like the, the wall keeps talking to you. Yeah, it's not, it's not cool. <laughs> but you get the hover boots. Mm-hmm. I don't like the hover boots. What? I love the hover boots. I kept them on way more than I probably should have. Me there. too. <laughs> I don't use them often. And this is where you fight Dead Hand again to get the hover boots too. But you do get the hover boots like really fast though, which is nice. Like you don't have to go through a lot of the dungeon to get them. For those who don't know, they let you walk on air for a few seconds before you fall. But you also have no traction. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You get used to it. Yeah, I never did. <laughs> I just didn't wear them unless I had to. Then I took them off immediately. And I was done. <laughs> the the Shadow Temple, eh? Yes. So the, the Shadow Temple is historically where 
the Shika kept and tortured prisoners oh. of the royal family. So enemies of the royal family would be kept down there. And um, it's theorized that all those redeads you see are actually uh, former soldiers of the Hylian army. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I buy that. Mm-hmm. Especially since they're enemies of Ganondorf, so he wouldn't have wanted them just to, like, you know, he's torturing them essentially by turning them into zombies. I don't think, I I truly don't believe that Ganondorf made the Redeads. I, I think that they were created by the royal family um, oh. to protect the Shadow Temple. Huh. Okay. And that's, that's, that's just like my my belief that may not be true, but um, there's a lot of evidence in the Shadow Temple that, um, and if you look at the other games too, that the Redeads were were made by the royal family and by the Sheikahs specifically. And I think like some of the descriptions of the the Redeads are, are like that they're guarding something. That made everything creepier. It, the Shadow <laughs> Temple is fucked up. Yeah. But I never, I never thought of it as like a prison or a torture place. I just thought it as, um, I don't know, just a dungeon, a temple. I guess all the temples were something before. It's, it's taboo for the royal family to talk about the Shadow Temple because of like the history that it has. There's sense. there's torture equipment everywhere. Like when you walk in there, there's those yeah. like uh, crosses and there's blood everywhere and like viscera. Gu- um, guillotine. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the blades with the Grim Reaper like things in the middle for the silver oh, rupees. Yeah. And there's also symbolism in the temple from the royal family. So I believe that the royal family also knew about it. Man, that makes everything a lot darker. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I like this. Okay. So here we are. We're ready for the bongo bongo theory. So when you look at bongo bongo, what do you see? You see a disembodied torso, hands, and this eye coming out of its neck hole. My theory is that the man who wielded the lens of truth was caught by the Sheikah tortured, interrogated, had his hands cut off, had his head cut off, became Bongo Bongo. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'll buy it. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Because he wouldn't have probably appreciated what he was doing, so... Hmm. Yeah, it's some dangerous magic. That would allow him to do a lot of things that they wouldn't have wanted him to do. And especially if they have... This temple is such... Everything is hidden in this temple. It would give him full way just to run through this temple and have no problem with it. Yeah, absolutely. Could have gone in there and taken out royal enemies or... You know, anything. Man, that, that makes everything a lot darker in Zelda now. Like, <sighs> I never really thought about... I mean, I guess as a kid, I never really thought much about the temples other than just being temples, but to think that each one probably would have had some kind of use in this world mm-hmm. of some of some sort. Like, they they were real places that end up becoming these temples. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, um, you know, this fire temple is just... You're inside a volcano. Like, it's something for the Gorons. Like, this is, this is a torture chamber. I mean, the forest temple was maybe somebody's house. Like, it's interesting. Yeah, and the, the water temple and the spirit temple. Um, the spirit temple, they, they talk about a goddess of the sands. So that's like that being used as a place of worship for this goddess, which you, you see statues of her throughout the temple. Yeah. Like, that's not a stretch at all. So what do you think of the bongo bongo fight? I like it. I like a how you fight on a drum. Mm-hmm. You shoot his hands to stun him and then hook his eye with the hook shot to pull him close to you and stun him oh, I just more. shot him with an arrow. Or that. Yeah, because he'll, I like, I like he'll spit out too. arrows. I'll spit out more arrows if you run out. I really like your theory, though, Helena. Like that, that's cool to think about that. I never right. thought about that until just now. So, Bongo Bongo is, oh, man. Because, like, you know, growing up, like, I didn't look at him and say, like, oh, yeah, it's a torso with its hand cut off. But, like, when you look at it now, you're like, holy shit. Yeah, you can see it. Like, it, it, it I can kind of see what you're talking about now. Like, it's a be- uh, he was beheaded. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and he's still got that eye of truth, his eyeball living in his neck now. And you can only see it with the eye of truth. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't see him without it. Plus, you have that one room where you have to didn't fire or or fire arrows to, to destroy the wood barricade that's about to crush you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that also helps. And there's a re-dead in that room too. So that also kind of supports what she, what you know she was saying about them being enemies of the real you know real family that were then tortured and turned into it. Okay, yeah. I think they probably did put a lot of thought. I mean, there's probably was thought like this put in the game too when they made it, not just us theorizing. You know, 22 years later. No. I mean, I feel like, you know, at the time, maybe they didn't think about it, but like when they do think about it, it makes sense. However, also, this game is extremely detailed. So, I mean, there's a lot of like they put that symbolism there of the royal family stuff in mm-hmm. the metal temple. So that wasn't an accident. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a manga that came out with the because the manga, I think, came out when the game came out or one of some of it did. Like the Civil War thing that you're talking about, that definitely came out around the time the game came out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm thinking this up. Man, the Shadow Temple, that is the. The boat that goes through the Shadow Temple is the thing that really scared me as a kid. Why did it scare you? I don't know. Um, You know, okay, so if we look at, I think it's, gosh, I want to say it's Greek or Roman mythology, where there's like a boat that um, takes you into Hades. Yeah, uh, Greek. It's Charon's boat. Yeah, there you go. Um, Remind me a lot of that, and I don't know, that boat just really freaked me out. I have no idea why. It's pretty creepy. It's, it, I think it's definitely meant to mimic the, the fairy of the dead that he, Probably, yeah. he runs. I, I'd buy that, too, which I, I like all that Greek stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and I'm just as I'm watching a playthrough of the, the Shadow Temple. I, I see that cross thing you were talking about, with the people where they would have chained somebody up, you know, the blood <laughs> on the ground. Man, I'm not going to look at the temple the same as I did before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anything last thing you should say about Shadow Temple before we move on to the next part of the game? So, Impa... Is oh, yes. the is the sage? I mean, we didn't really talk about that. The sages for the fire in the water temple, but we had to... water Drunia fire. Yeah. It's yep. the main characters you meet as a child. And Impa being the sage for the shadow temple, with that theory that the Sheikah used it to interrogate and torture, um, that actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes me wonder if um, maybe Impa raised uh, Princess Zelda there. After they escaped the um, castle. In the Shadow Temple? Yeah. Could be. They gotta hide somewhere. Yeah, I mean, Ganondorf would have been looking for him. Yeah, and you've got the... So the the Sheikah Eye of Truth symbol that's on, like, all of their clothing. Yeah. Um, That would make sense with the Lens of Truth, too. Oh, good point. Imagine a childhood growing up in the Shadow Temple. No. It wouldn't be very good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. Like, no. no. <laughs> you don't go in this room. <laughs> yeah, watch out for the, the invisible floor. I don't need to come down and save you from the redeads again. Oh, man, that would be really creepy. A little bit. But, I mean, they had to hide somewhere, and this world ain't that big. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's, you know, fair to believe that they stayed in Hyrule. They didn't leave and go to Termina or something. Yeah. One, I don't think Termina's real, but two, like, it, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. And, God, yeah, I'm looking at that bongo bongo right now. Yeah, it does look like a beheaded. Okay. I definitely mm-hmm. see your theory. I like your theory, too. Okay. And then after this is when you go to, you finally go to the Grudels, but you have to go there as an adult because you need Epona to get there. Mm-hmm. Which is also, I think, is cool is when you meet the dumbass carpenters. Because you, you get you get there and you, you need, I don't know why, you get to rescue these carpenters. And he's, and they decide to all run away to go live with the bandit, with the all-female the all clan, thinking they would accept them. But they're idiots. <laughs> 
Uh, men like running it. off to live with dangerous, sexy women. I don't right. feel like that's too much of a stretch. It's not a stretch. <laughs> it's still idiots. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a stretch at all. Yeah. I mean, like, same. I would be one of those carpenters. I'd be like, please take me. <laughs> Crudos. <laughs> I'll be your slave. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they, uh, but it's just... I don't know. I, 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 the reason I call them supers like they just think that they can just go there and they'll accept them without, like, they're not going to accept them. Yeah, yeah. they're like, there's there's a bunch of women living here and there are no men. We can definitely go there. They won't notice us. Like, it's like young men in high school sneaking into women's locker rooms. Like, are you stupid? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go over well. But, and I, I had forgotten about the whole part in this game of sneaking around when you're trying to rescue them. Like, they, like how they throw you in a, in a cell. But you keep all your equipment. They just throw you in the cell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thing, but... And they sexy fight you too. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I like them. I got my ass handed to me a couple times in the fights. I forgot they have a one-hit KO attack they can do that knocks you out if they, if they hit you. Yeah, they're they're not fucking around. They they know their shit. They know how to lay you out really quickly. And uh, I love them. <laughs> they are. I I like how like you can like I was shooting them in the. I guess you sneak around. You hit them with. I hit them with arrows or hook shots and knock them out so you can get past them to try to find the four carpenters. And every time you find a carpenter, you're talking like, "Oh, look behind you!" And then you get into a mini boss fight. I was uh, pretty certain for a while there were only three carpenters because it took me for fucking ever to find the fourth one. Yeah. Internet is your friend. <sighs> yeah. But like, remember before when we didn't have the internet and we had to go mm-hmm. do that shit ourselves? That. <laughs> that. I, Spent a lot of time on that as a child. Uh huh. I had the strategy guide for this game. So. Dear God, have you ever I, struggled in your life, Mike? Oh, I've struggled <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I cheat your game. Uh, yeah. Awesome. So after Gruta's Fortress, you finally get to go to the Spirit Temple. After you wander in the desert for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that part is okay. Desert Colossus. Yeah, no, there's cost find wandering in the desert with the lens of truth, trying to find out where to go and follow the pole. It's okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. I do like how after you rescue all four carpenters, they go, "Oh, here's your membership card. You can be with it. You're, it's okay now. We want to re- we won't throw you in a cell again." I like that. That game recognizes game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still, I mean, it makes I mean, it makes sense they would have done something to honor you because you outsmarted them. I guess. Yeah. I, I was I had no issue with it on any level, and then like the whole like. Running to get to this, I, I think the spirit temple is cool. How you have to get you get to the spirit temple, but you can't actually do anything in it when you first get there because it's sealed, and you have to leave. And then Sheikha or Sheik shows up and teaches you the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you have to come back as a kid. Yeah, and just, that's where you get to meet Naburu, the leader of the Gerudos. Is Naburu, the girl they talk about, the princess of Ganondorf, when you are an adult in the Gerudo training grounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, because after what happens in this, when you're a kid, that turns her into on um, Ganondorf's side, I guess, essentially. They kinda... She gets brainwashed. I I forgot like about a lot about that little part where you go through half the dungeon as a kid, and then you go through the rest of it as an adult. I'd forgotten all this. Oh, it's... I don't know why, but I just did. I like it, though. Like I, I like how she sends you to go get the gauntlet. She's like, but make sure you give them to me. They don't fit you. Give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I did enjoy that part. Yep, and then you watch her get... Uh, kidnapped by Kuma and Kotake. So Kuma and Kotake, they're also Majora's Mask, but I'm assuming it's not the same characters. They're not. Um, they're sisters in Majora's Mask. They're good guys. Um, they're only evil in Ocarina. And they're they're the surrogate mothers of Ganondorf. Oh, all right. I never, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. 
You're teaching me all sorts of new things today. <laughs> I so Twin Rova is my favorite boss in Ocarina of Time. It's such a cool idea. Yes, big sexy lady throw fire ice. <laughs> <laughs> my dumb Cro Magnon brain is just like, yes, this is good. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. Uh, especially in the N64 time, those graphics would have been really good at the time. Yes, <laughs> uh, but also like. As a kid, you have to fight an Iron Knuckle, and I, I really like the Iron Knuckle fight, even though I kicked my ass a couple times. Like, I got hurt, and I'm like, oh, this is not fun. But, like, man, I, that's, cause that's the final mini boss of the of being a kid, is you fight a giant Iron Knuckle, which is, I like, got a, some kind of thing full of armor with a big ass hand, with a big ass axe that's cutting mm-hmm. down pillars that give you hearts and trying to kill you. Iron like Knuckles are scary. Four mm-hmm. hearts of damage when it hits you. Yes. Pretty brutal. Yes. Yeah. It's a fun, like, I don't know, I just, I, I didn't realize it till this playthrough how much I really enjoy fighting dueling in this game. Mm-hmm. It's good. The fights are good in this game, for sure. And then, is after you beat the Iron Knuckle, you get the gauntlet, then you see Nabooru get captured in a little portal, and then you have to go back as an adult, which only, to, which I'm happy that you just teleport back here and you don't have to run through the desert again. Yeah. Thank goodness. And I like how, like, the whole, like, where you, when you get here an adult, you just go to the right, where you, when you come here as a kid, you go to the left or a little hole, and as an adult, you have to lift this pillar and go to the rest of the temple. And you're kind of in the same, you're in the same temple, you re- revisit, like, some of the same rooms in a couple times. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. the oh, really big, cool. the big statue with the outstretched hands, you come yeah. at. It holds chest for you later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool. I, I, I had forgotten a lot. I, Spirit Temple is also one of the big, like, empty holes for me of this game, where I had no recollection of the Spirit Temple. For some reason. Because you didn't play past the Water Temple. Yeah, I mean, I did yeah. beat the Spirit Temple at least <laughs> once, but yes, I just I just had no memory of it, really. Same with the Shadow Temple, but even less. We just didn't, as a kid, we didn't play it a lot. I played this with uh, Rich from that's been on the show a few times. He was the one that played it for all of us and helped us get everything. He used to go to people's houses and beat this, the Water Temple people because they wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amazing. Start charging for that. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember that he went to multiple people's houses and multiple characters and beat the water temple. I, he did it for me too. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, yeah, that, I think that's partly why my memory doesn't go past that because I didn't play it and I never. I the spirit temple is really cool. I I really like it a lot. It's it's a good temple and it it's does it's not too challenging but it's very interesting. And I do love how every temple has a very different look to it too. I mean, again, you know, different elements. So I look. I think it looks really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, I agree. And then Twin Roller fight, like, first you fight Kome and Kote, where they sh- you have to, like, you know, deflect their beams at them, which I had a hard time with. But then after that, that's when you fight the Twin Roller that Helena had a crush on. After. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. <laughs> I think I, I think young Mike had a crush on her, too, but I can't remember that. Uh, she, uh, have you seen her? <laughs> yeah, but I can't remember. She's so cute. She's a lot of crush on different video game characters, but I can't remember. Re- real, real curvy and has the yeah. two pigtails of fire and ice. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, but it, it's also a good boss, like, like deflecting the blast. Like it's it's a fun fight. It is. It's a really fun fight. I mean, all the bosses in this game are pretty good, though. And I I like when it when they finally die and they separate again. Kum and Kotake, they'll they argue with each other on who is younger, <laughs> even though they're twins. Yeah. And at the very end, they so they're like dead. They're ghosts um, <laughs> flying up, and at the end, they're like, "We're gonna come back and haunt you." As they're flying away. <laughs> kind of do, depending on your idea of Majora's Mask. Maybe? Yeah. No! No. <laughs> Incorrect. 
Oh, and that's the Spirit Temple. This is when you have all the seals, and this is when you finally get to go back to Hyrule Castle. You can then enter what now is Ganon's Castle or Hyrule Town, I should say. Yep. I I like I like um, Ganon's Castle. I had no memory of it whatsoever, but it wasn't. It was fine. It was kind of fun. I honestly don't have a whole lot of memory about Ganon's Castle either, and that's because I really loved the temples and I really didn't like the castles, so I always just stopped after the Spirit Temple. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's not very long. Like, the, the puzzles are pretty quick that you go through to get everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you go through rooms based on each of the the medallions, each of the temples, basically, and uh, have to go through and shoot a light arrow into... Oh, yeah, we kind of skipped over something before this. Yeah. <laughs> Someone gives you the light arrows. Oh, yeah, we did skip. Where you Zelda finally... Per- show, or Sheik finally shows herself as Zelda. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get the light arrows, and then immediately she gets captured by Ganon. Well, you see, you see Link go into a gay panic when he when Sheikah takes <laughs> off. It's like, wait, the... wait, what, what does that mean? <laughs> he was like, but but Sheik, uh, but we had a relationship. Uh, <laughs> was there a lot of bros? I wonder, bro, bro, what happened, bro, bro? Yeah, honestly, you don't get. Yeah, it's okay. It's a dumb joke. I only might get. It's a really dumb comic. I keep making this joke. There's a really dumb Hawkeye comic that what the, the Hawkeye show can be based on. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, where they keep saying bro all the damn time, and it's really Amazing. bad. It's okay. You you don't want to know what I'm talking about. <sighs> so, yes. <But> anyway, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Zelda gives you the light arrows, and you have to shoot them into these, like, floating walnuts and break all the barriers so you can actually go up to where Ganon is. And he's playing his kick-ass organ as you're climbing the stairs. That's a fun it's- part. It's surprising that he's so into music. <laughs> you get to fight a lot of dinophos on your way up, too, which are lizophos, but stronger, I guess, or something. I mean, again, more dueling. I was happy. Anytime I get to duel, I was happy in this game. <laughs> I don't know. It's really dueling. You just hold up your shield, they attack, and then you attack immediately. Hey, can... damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was inspired by, I heard, I read, I saw one of those words. Yeah, I believe That's it. what the internet told me. So it must be true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Internet will never lie to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, you get to fight Iron Knuckle too, which is fun. And you fight yeah. two at one point on the way up mm-hmm. to him, but they they stay quiet unless you hit him. And yeah, of course, so I just hit one and only fight yeah. one. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to hit balls. This would be a bad. And then you go up and play tennis with Ganon, where he I, he shoots his little energy ball back at you. I had a really hard time with this fight. And he he has the most interesting noises. He's like. Huh. <laughs> Booyah! Just like tennis. It's <laughs> amazing. Uh, and he, you can't lock on him either. Yeah, because uh, uh, what is it? Navi says like he's disrupting her ability to help or something. Yep. He's got emanating some kind of dark force that pushes her away, so she can't help you lock on. I was a little annoyed that I couldn't lock on because we made the fight a lot easier. <laughs> That's the point. I know, but I was annoyed. <laughs> You really don't need to. You just have to swing to hit the ball. Oh, I, it kind of auto-tracks to him. I missed so many times at first. Like, it took me a while, because one, I kept missing because I was I kept forgetting, oh, you gotta pull the damn sword out, Mike. It takes longer. The sword's yeah, that in chief. But, so I had a hard time with this fight. A lot of save states. You enter <laughs> save states. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, I beat this game legit before the podcast on the 3DS. But, so, I don't, I don't got time for that. I got too much recording. To yeah, that's fair. But I still had fun. Like I, I, I do like this fight. And you have Zelda in a, in a pink crystal. Yeah, I hated Zelda's character design as an adult. Um, 
Sheik's better. If Sheik is way better. Are you kidding me? That was like a downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but and then after you after you you hit him, like I I also screwed up a couple times where after you bounce it back and forth, you have to quickly hit him with a light arrow mm-hmm. and then hit him with your hook shot or long shot and then beat the crap out of him for a couple for a second or two. So how I didn't hook onto him, I just ran and jumped over. Yeah, when I did that, I fell down the hole, so that didn't happen. <laughs> <after> that. <sighs> I struggled. <laughs> okay. I, I struggle a lot in this game. I don't know why. That's fair. It's not that hard of a game, I feel like. it's. I mean, not compared to some stuff we play. I mean, not like the enemies are endless in this game. They just And they make you escort missions every single time you're playing. Like, nothing mm-hmm. like that. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll but. talk about that next week. <laughs> but, you know, it was, I mean, that's a some challenge, but it's, it's still really fun. Still holds up just fine for 98. Save it for so. your shelf or box. Uh, and any anything you want to say about Ganondorf, Elena? Uh, he's a punk bitch. Mm, accurate. Uh, no, I have I have nothing to say about Ganondorf. I he's he was a great character. They did a great job with him. Um, there, there's not a lot I can say about the the last dungeon. It I eh, I don't know. It was just kind of a replay of the other ones. It wasn't super interesting to me. At least it's not super long. Yeah. yeah yes. That. And then. Running and down the stairs sort of felt super long. Yeah. Right. Escorting Zelda out. When the game becomes Metroid? Yeah. <laughs> it's totally Metroid. At least it's not. Oh, there is a time limit, isn't there? That's Three fine. minutes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you really that affects you. Like, I don't think you, you fight a couple things, but it's all pretty quick. Like, you don't really have that much of an issue. Yeah. It. I also like how when you get down there after you, after you escape the tower, Ganondorf breaks out of the bubble when you have to fight Ganon, but he, takes away your master sword at first he knocks it away from yourself mm-hmm. and you're doing a disservice to the beast that is ganon he he turns into a boar like creature that is huge it is cool definitely cool. the biggest we've seen him up to this point mm-hmm. well the ganon i remember is a big giant pig looking pig i love like the bat but no it's a cool fight he's a giant blades and he's trying to and he takes away your master sword you have to hit him with a megaton hammer at first hit him in the tail i think if i remember correctly yeah Yep. yep. The only okay. place you can hit him. It, it is cool, and you're surrounded by fire, so so Zelda can't help you. I love the idea that Ganon is like what what he what he can become because he accesses you know the dark power. I guess you have the big Goron sword. You can use the big Goron sword to hit him, not the hammer. I didn't, have I didn't get the bigger on sword this time. Well, I really didn't do I didn't do any side stuff. Like I got the sculpture list if I passed him, and that was about it. How about you, Helena? Did you do any side stuff for this playthrough? Or I did not. I didn't either. Nah, I was I was more focused on the goal. I was gonna get ice arrows, but then I decided why and didn't do it. So yeah, they're not worth it. I'm glad that the arrows and the bow get more treatment than Majora's Mask. They're more of a focus. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can go fishing in Ocarina of Time too, which yeah, you got to get the golden scale. Which I also I tried to do that. I did try, and after like 20 minutes, I'm like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I don't I care. Go there. Yeah, it's a pretty helpful upgrade. Um, <laughs> didn't care enough. Like, it just wasn't... I, I got some stuff, but I didn't go after that. I didn't go after Ice Arrows. I said, uh, I think anything else extra. I didn't... Shelters, I never bothered. I didn't really go after Heart Pieces, either. I found them, I found them. Mm-hmm. I did get all the great fairies, though. So I got the extra magic meter. I got the hearts that are... That, you know, take yeah, the double defense. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I like the great fairy stuff. And I, I love how, in the end of this game, doesn't he, like, shove the sword right... The master right in his head or something? Yeah, it's not quite as brutal as it is in Wind Waker. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, he's like kind of shoves it into his face a little bit. Uh, it's cool. And he doesn't immediately die after it gets shoved into his face, which I what? 
<laughs> you think you would die instantly when something's shoved in your face like that? Well, yeah, if it goes through your brain, which it did. I mean, big but... demon boar. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's a lot more to that demon boar, like if you play Skyward Sword, which I never have yet, but I can't tell you. Played some of it. It's something to do with Skyward Sword. Skyward yeah, Sword real... yeah. is the worst Zelda game. <laughs> and... I'm going to play it here at some point. It just will not be with a Wiimote. So, Skyward Sword, Ganon is revealed to be the incarnation of the hatred of the demon king Demise, carrying yes. this eternal loathing fury towards the goddess and her hero. Oh, we didn't talk about the goddesses at all that are throughout this game. For uh, no. The long-ass cutscene at the beginning. Deku's yeah, like, yeah. like, hey, I'm dying, but I'm going to tell you this 20-minute story about the goddesses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I remember it from the Link to the Past instruction booklet. That talks about them too. Din, Feror, and Nairu created the earth, uh, the creatures to inhabit the earth, and the laws of the land to be upheld by the creatures of the earth. That's how that works. Okay. Yes. <laughs> if, if they are cool, I mean, I wish I always thought there'd be more with them in this game, but I guess you know they're, they're, it makes sense that they're not. I do like how in the final fight with Ganon, Zelda uses her power too right before you stab him in the head with your sword, which I forgot about. Yeah. Well, at least she, she does something else, which is cool. Yeah. She teaches you music and then does the thing at the end. And then and then you get to be the cutscene at the end, which is beautiful and makes me cry every time. It's pretty when sweet. They, when they're reunited? Uh, not not that where oh you mean the part where she's like, Thanks for saving us. Um uh, you can go back to being a kid now. Yeah. Bye. How traumatic does it have to be where you're then like because I feel like you would have the memory of being an adult and all of a sudden you're back in your in your kid body. It's so traumatic that you would go into the Lost Woods and try to kill yourself. She's <laughs> like, I'm going to send you back in time now. Wait, no, I love you. No, <laughs> my go. fiance. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd want to go back in time either. Like, I'm, I'm good now. I can skip this adolescence time. I'm not missing anything. <laughs> you missed puberty. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that would really fuck with you, too. Like, like what we were saying, like, I think Helena said it earlier, where, like, you did the... Mike, you've right. totally cut out. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was gone. That's okay. Um, what was the last thing I said that came through? Uh, like Helena said earlier, and then you oh. started to say it, and then it was okay. gone. Continue on now. Thanks to problems. Internet. Probably because <laughs> YouTube. After you, like Helena was saying earlier, the whole idea that, you know, he's put back in time, and like how it's got to like fuck with him so much. I think that's what I was going for. There's there's a lot of theories online that Link doesn't speak because he has complex post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's got the memories of all the links that came before I honestly like that wouldn't shock me at all no. I also this is like for the timeline wise this is where everything splits there's like three different timelines that come around this point because, yeah. of, because of time paradoxes mm-hmm. or that the one timeline where he defeats Ganon as an adult and stays as an adult the one timeline where he goes back to being a kid and no one knows about what he did oh what I was going to say that got cut off was Helena had mentioned how no one knows that he saved the world. Yeah. And that's what I, yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Before Skype was so mean and rude to me. And no one, no one knows that he saved the world and he has to go back to, you know, that Hyrule Castle town and see all those people who were like redeads and like look at all these things. He's like, oh, well, I've seen what happens when this all goes to yeah. shit, but I just have to act like nothing is wrong. And that is, that is kind of fucked up. Yeah, you were right when you originally said this that you would. I think definitely in this game you were right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about it, but you were right. It's an amazing game, and it's really fucking sad. Yeah, I mean, it's just 
so traumatic to think about. Like, I never really thought about it much until, you know, we're playing through it. Like, the idea, you know, just being sent back in time and everything had to just be so fucked up. I, you know, after we get off this call, you should probably go get some hot chocolate or maybe take a <laughs> bath. I mean, just sit down for a little bit. <laughs> I gotta go take a dog for a walk. Actually, when we get done recording, just sitting not down next to me, looking at me, wondering why we're not walking. But uh, that's another thing. All right, any last things we should say about this game before we move on to questions, comments? The the great fairies did nothing wrong, and I love them. <laughs> they creep me out a little too. So, uh, you know what? That's fine. I love them. It's the laugh it's, that gets me too. Yeah, exactly. It's more the laugh than anything. I wish I could do that laugh. <laughs> Oh, that, how was that? It's not your piercing enough. Okay. <laughs> but, it's just incredible. <laughs> Scantily clad giant women. Uh, let's stick to the bomb cheer girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's we're going to question memories and comments. I got a few from the Overblood group. Um, first one I'm going to read from Devin Lake. This game came out when I was 14 and had just discovered pot. <laughs> it helped me appreciate the music much more, and I was able to get immersed in it like I had never done so before in any other game. I was pretty obsessed with it for a while, and I don't think it holds up as well as Majora's Mask because of the pivotal, pivotal time in my life that this game was released. It does make it highly nostalgic for me, and I can't help but think fondly of it. You know, I can't. I don't really know if I like this more than Majora's Mask. I'm not really sure. Because Majora's Mask, I, I used to call a bullshit Zelda game, but now I really like it. Yeah, you better. <laughs> You're the only reason we, both the reason why either Ocarina and Majora's Mask are on the show because of you, Helena. So that's the reason. I'm thankful to me for introducing (laughs) these high quality games. Well, you didn't, you, you were the reason I actually played Majora's Mask for the first time. So I am happy you did that. Good. Now you have to go listen to the soundtrack. I'm I'm going to actually. (laughs) I'm still angry about it. Can you tell? And this one from friend of the show, Emmanuel. Never actually played the original N64 game, but the 3DS version is my favorite Legend of Zelda game. Gerudo Valley theme is the one of the best songs in the game. In any yes. game. Yes. Okay. Let's see what else I got here. All right, from Brian Spindler. I once beat Ocarina of Time, didn't remember that I did it until I got to the last boss, remember, then shut the game off. Uh. <laughs> I don't understand that. Oh, my God. I, I don't get that. I don't get how you can... You know, beat a game and have no memory that you beat it. Yeah. But then again, that does happen. I mean, not right that quickly. I mean, I've, I've forgotten many games that I beat. That's why I keep a list. But all right, this one from Tim Smith. In fourth grade, I wrote the beginning of wrote the beginning Kokiri section, including Deku Dungeon and Lost Woods, my creative writing story. And my teacher loved it and asked if she could submit it to a writing contest. Eventually, after stalling, I told her it was from a game I was playing. I kind of like that. All right. And then this one from Jomoru Turisu. I've been playing Ocarina of Time Randomizer for well over a year now. I played it so many times that I've forgotten where everything is in the normal game. Love this game so much. <laughs> the, I, yeah, this randomizer is to get you. I've never played as a randomizer, and I have no interest to. Yeah, but, they're fun. Eh, I, I couldn't do it with a game like this. I could see it with like a Metrovania type game, but not something like this. All right, now I got some from the Zelda Hub group. I'm going to read from Jasmine Luis. All I can say is I hope when I die, I I go to Majora's Mask. Okay, that's odd. Oh, honey, is she okay? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. All right, from Crystal Whitlow. I remember being mesmerized by the title screen. I had no idea the adventure I was about to embark on would live on so deeply within me to this day. I always find myself going back to this game, even if I play for just a few minutes at a time. Some of my best memories live with this game. That's probably for a lot of people, though, because this is such a, a game that really just stayed with everybody. Yeah. 
All right, here's a good one from Joel Peters. I hate the owl with the fire of a thousand suns. I try to bulldoze through this text <laughs> if I have a kingdom to save, and invitably end up clicking the option to hear his whole speech over again. I think my I I think my eyes harder than he rolls in his head. Hate him so much. Same. <laughs> I don't. He didn't bother me this time. And last set of group I'm going to read from the Legend of Zelda fans uh, from Michael London, a classic for sure. Yeah. And here's a good one from Katori Richardson. My mom introduced me to Ocarina of Time over 20 years ago. Came home from school one day and she was playing it. And since then, I couldn't leave it alone. Oh, that's so sweet. I like when people, especially when, you know, I feel like sometimes, you know, our generation, like the parent didn't understand gaming as much. Mm-hmm. For some so it's always got like and stuff like that. Well, my parent didn't. My dad played games with me, but my mom didn't really understand games. But hey, she bought me a Super Nintendo, and that's what introduced my, that's what really made my love for games, so she did do that, which is wonderful. <laughs> uh, from Rachel Friend, my favorite random gen from this game, I love it, I love that when what, young young Link uses the Highland Shield, he goes turtle. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Uh, from Alicia Cleland, I remember playing this so much that it would drive my brothers bonkers that they would hide it. I would watch them play it and still couldn't get through the water temple. <laughs> Alright, and last one I'm gonna read... From Michael Callan, one of my favorite games, 100% it, then tried to make it harder by, by beating only three hearts. No upgrade. Ah, uh, wow. yeah, no way, no. No. But I think that's a cool thing that the game lets you do that. Like, you can choose if you don't want to get anything and do it that way. So, I think that's a, that's a very, you know, I like the fact that it's there. So, all right, anything else we should say? Or we should, I think we should go to uh, Shelf or Box. Yeah. Just Shelf or Box? Uh, shelf Stacker Box is what the new <laughs> thing that we're trying now for a year three of the show, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Explain. Explain. So <laughs> shelf is for the high tier games, games that you want to have easy access to at all time. The box is for games that you don't need that. <laughs> and then the stacks for games that you're probably going to play at some point, but they can just kind of sit in the stack of games next to the, the shelf. So so they're still out, but you know, they're not on the, the, the highest tier, I guess. Mm. So it's, it's this nice gray area <laughs> between shelf or box. Excellent. Yeah, it's something new we decided we should add for this show. Yeah, I like try it. and mix it up a little bit. I like it. All right, and uh, Helena, why don't you go first for Shelf Stacker Box? Oh, I, I don't think this is going to surprise anyone. Um, shelf, uh, prominently in front, uh, maybe framed, uh, maybe get a signed copy. Uh, <laughs> this is the game that started it all for me. So, yeah, I yeah, Shelf. Okay. How about you, Mike? Uh, so this is going to go on the stack. Uh, like I, I definitely understand why people love it and why it's praised so hard. But like I said, before we start recording, like I hate every temple in this game. I get lost so easily. And I think a lot of it just comes from them being 3d maps. Cause I've always been a, a 2d Zelda guy. So if I'm going to play a Zelda. It's going to be one of those, but I will, I'm sure I'll play this again sometime. So I'll put it in the stack. So I know where it's at. Okay, and I'll go last. I'm going to put this on the shelf. As much as I still really love this game, I mean, will I play it anytime soon? Probably not for a few more years, but it always feels so good to go back to it. Like, I, before we did this podcast, I had start, meant to start it, replay it, and I just never, like, I would start it, but I would never get very far. I would just do the, I'd do the stuff with a child, and I'd just turn off the game, and then, like, a year or two later, I'd go back and do the child thing again and turn <laughs> off the game all over again. And it's just such a good game, though, but, like, going through it and, for this and being able to talk about it. And now I am much more depressed about this game than I ever was before. Thanks to <laughs> Helena. But it is such a good game and everybody should play it. I mean, unfortunately it's not everywhere. I think, I mean, you can't get it on switch like you should be able to because Nintendo, but you can get the 3ds version. You can find it for $20, which is well worth it. Yeah. I think it's definitely on the, the best shop. way to play it. 
Yeah, no, three yeah. DS holds up way more than the original, I think, with a few quality life upgrades that really help. Also, the water temple's easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. They change because of the, I think they changed a couple of things where you can't, and they got rid of that glitch. I think too. There's no glitch in the 3DS version to completely trap your game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and I think that about wraps up this section. I think we should say what we're playing next week, though. And I'll, I'll announce it since it's my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going back to 2002 again. We are playing Robotech Battle Cry because mm-hmm. I wanted to. Because it's a game that I played as a kid and I always wanted to finish. Yeah, because Young Mike <laughs> liked it, so it must be good. Yeah. I might not have been wrong ever before. Are you, oh. you going to ask me what I'm playing next week? What are you playing next week? Games. <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. Games with the people in my life. Uh, you know, I don't play enough games with, with people that are around me like Tiff. Yeah. I should do that. <laughs> uh, all right. And anything, anything else? Like, yeah, that about wraps up this episode. I should go to plugs. Uh, first, I want to thank Colleen for coming for joining us again for this game. Oh, thanks for having me. Game way more Always a pleasure. Than I ever thought. <laughs> hey, welcome. at least it's still less depressing than Deadly Premonition and, and some of the other <laughs> games we play. Silent Hill 2. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike Stoney, from his EP Bite the Bullet, Song to Cool Kid Squat. Definitely check him out on his YouTube channel. And if you enjoyed the show, we have tons of other game episodes we've done for you. We covered Majora's Mask in the early 20s. We covered Link to the Past episode 50. So, got some more Zelda for you to listen to. And also, we do comics, we do movies. We are currently going through the MCU movie and recently released Age of Ultron. I think Ant Man should be out around this time you're listening to this. I can't remember exactly when I'm doing that. But so definitely check those out. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We are on YouTube now, and I need more subscribers. So definitely please subscribe there. And we will see you guys all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.